Might as well. All right, we are officially live, gents. We are live. How's it going, everybody? And now I'll know like where to look for the comments and everything because like you know you can see the YouTube comments on on Streamyard. Yep. <clears throat> Purple goats ready in there. We already got somebody somebody lining it up. Cool. What's up? That's folk right there. What up? All right. Let's see. Let's see. All right. It is live. We got three people watching. Cool. Welcome everybody. Well, those Welcome. three people Thanks watching. If you're not already following Master Your Ash, please subscribe right now. Please hit that like button. We appreciate oh, you. Oh, my man. Thank you oh, very, yeah. very, very much. Needs to happen. Extremely well-deserved. Yes, indeed. Just happy to smoke a cigar with y'all. Yes, sir. So my, my I got to say, man, honestly... Gonna... Oh, sorry about that. You know, I was just going to say, honestly, man, I wait for this, fellas. That's all. That's all I was going to say, man. I wait for this. This is a big deal for me. So. <laughs> they're they're fun, man. Like, I, I wake up, you know, because I usually stay up way later than I should on these, or than I usually do on these nights. So I wake up, like, really groggy the next day. But I'm like, I had such a great time the night before, you know? <clears throat> that's, How did you that's sleep how last night after your uh, after your nugs, buddy? <laughs> Dude, you know what? I didn't feel like as affected by it um, this last time doing it. This last time trying it, like because okay. with like the first time I had it, it's where we're talking about the CBD cigar, uh, Keelan. Uh, right, right. Uh, it has a hundred milligrams of CBD in it. It's the JSK, the Josum Crawl Nugs Maduro. And it's um, the first time I tried it, I was feeling like tingly, like sensations on my appendages, phalanges, legs, all that shit. Um, but it, it took like it took like till the end of the cigar to really feel that. But then like after I finished the cigar and I went inside to, to relax, you know, to, like settling down, I passed out on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Your body was just giving you those warnings like, yeah, we about to go to sleep, sleep. Dude. Dude, yeah, it, it was and that night because this was like probably four p.m. Like I took a like a fat hard nap and then I went to bed and like that night I got like the best sleep I gotten in years. It was just it was miraculous. It was amazing. And then last night because I get these from my boss, my boss orders like boxes of twenty five of these and they're like six hundred dollars right, right, right. a box. It's fucking it's wow. it's nuts. So he he just he just he just gave me three yesterday. I'm like. Okay, thanks, dude. I'm like, I'm definitely gonna put one of these to use like very soon. And I smoked it, you know, the same day, and um, it, I didn't feel as affected by it this time around. Mm. Like, I, I definitely felt like, you know, I fell asleep pretty easily. But I mean, it was like 10, 11 p.m. when I went back inside, anyways. So I don't know. I don't know. I got, I got two more. So we'll see. You never but know. It could be the dosage. Yeah, I mean, and it could be like maybe like what I ate before. It could it could be a variety of things, but highly, highly like anybody who's watching, you know, highly recommended. Don't don't write it off because it's CBD because it's you know the the relation to to whatever. But it is something like I'm not the person to experiment with any sort of like like chemicals or whatever. But that just knowing it's all natural and everything. 
that shit fucking helps. Like, if you want to be able to, like, get a great night's sleep, like, that thing will do the trick. Just try it. Why not? I mean, the only thing hold, holding it back is that they're expensive. It's like a $25, like, Rothschild, you know? But, but you get job, what you... Man. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's still not a bad idea, man. Yeah. Hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I know that. That was, uh, yeah. you know, it's... It, it takes a second. It kind of sneaks up on you, but that, at least for my first experience smoking it. But it was, you know, I had the 20 milligram Mad Tasty, the soda water with the yuzu citrus in it. And, yeah. you know, that that by itself, like I've probably drank maybe maybe like 10 of those um, over the course of the last year that my company started distributing those. And those are cool. They chill, you know, they, they chill you out at the end of the night. I, I would say that you do sleep a little bit easier, but I also, uh, the wife and I, we just ordered this tea that was out of stock at our local grocery store that I really like. It's um, ashwagandha tea, but it has marshmallow root in it. So it's kind of creamy and mm. it just sounds good. It's absolutely delicious. Like, and that really like kind of just chills me out at the end of the day. Does it so like the 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 sparkling the the carbonated water the drink the, the yuzu that you had mm -hmm. does it taste like like just like a you know like a Lacroix does it taste something pretty similar to that Yeah, pretty much. They have three flavors. They have a ruby red grapefruit. They have a yuzu citrus, and they have a um, uh. The, the unicorn tears, the ruby red grapefruit, and the yuzu citrus. And the unicorn tears is more like that bubble gummy kind of cotton candy, right? That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm down. Yeah, that'd be cool to try. What? Hold on. I got to show this comment. Andre, I can't use CBD because of a random drug test. Really? They drug test for CBD? That's huh. wild. That sounds, That's... that sounds pretty strict. Yeah, I but think he's again, a truck he's... driver too, though. He he drives trucks, so they probably a little bit more stringent on you know what he's putting mm. into his body. You yeah, know? that's a good so. point. A lot of a lot of money, like they're you know they're hauling there. I'm sure. So yeah, and each each company can have their own rules. Wow. Yeah, just the safety factor being behind the wheel like that. I could I could imagine that you know they would probably take any kind of anything as precautionary you know no matter what yeah. the chemical is so i, I could see that like being the case like a like a heavy machinery operator too like anything like that like nothing and you're doing that heavy machinery long distance and all that kind of thing they're probably like yo you need to be as sober as you can be drink water mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> coffee and water that's all you get mm, right right hmm <laughs> I should not have waited on this this Johnny Tobacco Knot, man. I'm digging this thing so far. Dude, it's um I think Michael likes it a little bit more than, than I did, but they're they're extremely like a great Connecticut. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the the fact that that's made at that was the first cigar probably like in the last like five years that I smoked that was made at AJ's factory. That I was like, oh AJ makes a damn good cigar. You know, he's capable of making a damn good cigar, rolling a damn good cigar. Without you a know? doubt. Without a doubt. Like, he's hit or miss for me, but when he's on, it's on. It, like, for mm -hmm. real, it's on. Mm -hmm. this, this is it. This is on. 
So, my, Michael, what did you, you light up there? So, we're smoking the Chuck tonight because, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, Chuck Halloween boys. is upon us. So, mm-hmm. I had the tip looking at me, and I, I do still believe, and I think that after DJ's review, too, we all kind of are in the same boat that the tip is a better overall cigar. But I figured that I would throw this on here just so that, you know, I could – in case I need to switch out of it, you know, like EKB is not the only one that had to trash a cigar. <laughs> I felt bad, man. I couldn't deal with that thing. Man, it's your it's your time, dude. It's your it's your money. It's your time. If if you're not enjoying it, throw it the fuck out. Like, get a cigar that you know you're gonna enjoy. Hundred percent. No, Andy, it- friends to the end. Remember. <laughs> now I gotta watch Child's Play, man. I love that movie, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen that movie. You've never really? seen the original. No. Dude, I don't I'm not like when you guys like went in like to to more detail about horror movies, like you know, like yeah. like the, when you and DJ when you and DJ were talking about uh like the 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 Halloween movie series, it was like yeah. you speak you might as well be speaking Mandarin. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, when you get time, though, man, it's the perfect season. Yeah, go back and watch the original Child's Play. It's it's really it's one. It's a good movie, especially you know it has that you know late '80s, early '90s feel to it. But at the same time, it's really a horror. It was really innovative at the time. The stuff that they were doing with the puppeteering and all that kind of stuff is is worth yeah. the watch, man. And just yeah, uh, Chucky I, was I, on, I, in in his rare form at that time. Yeah, I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Never seen that movie. Uh, there's like a lot of movies where I'll, I'll say like, "Yeah, I've never seen that." Where they'd be like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like, how, there's how probably did you dodge that. How? How did you dodge that, <laughs> dude? Okay, you want to? You know, I'm gonna try and increase the brightness on my phone. Hopefully, that doesn't fuck this up. I don't think it did. Okay, no, I'm just... a, I'm a big boxing fan. This right, is like right, how right. like. This is how little I, I'm in it, into movies for the most part. I'm like a huge boxing fan. Like I love the history of boxing too. Like back to Jack Johnson and all that stuff. Like way long ago. I've never seen Rocky. I've never watched Rocky. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. I I've never seen any Rocky. I've seen I've seen The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg. I mean, obviously that's a little you know. More different, more modern, but you know, by, by Rocky is like sac- sacrilegious, is what you're saying right now. That's what... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I guess, like, there, and the thing is, like, I have movies that I really like, but it's just mm. like, I, you know, the only time I'm really like, like, I get into movies is when a friend sits me down and makes me watch a movie with them because I'm never the type to like to do it myself because I'll just do, you know. Other shit. Other shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, as far as the comment on the V cut, it's it's always a V cut. If if I am uh, if I have my cutter with me, it's always a V cut. So it's just my preferred method of cutting pretty much all my cigars. And for for torpedoes, do you just V cut like multiple V cuts, or do you get like a you know a straight cut? Uh, if I have to, I'll I'll V cut it twice. But for the most part, like one V cut 
typically does the trick most of the time. Yeah. You know, like I, I just, uh, I like having a little bit of the wrapper on the outside. I actually started with a punch, oddly enough. So for me, it's just, I like having that little extra wrapper on the outside to taste. Yeah. I started yeah, with a punch too. I, yeah, I you, you, sh- you shook your head. Do you not like it? You not like punches? I, 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 don't, I don't like punches. I don't like the build up with the punches. I don't like the draw with punches. And that's where I started too. Like, but like once I started doing like a straight cut, I, I went from punch to V cut to straight cut and haven't looked back. So, mm-hmm. I mean, every now and then I got this from uh, Black Box Cigars. I got this V cut. I'll use that every now and then, depending on the right. type of cigar. The only time yeah. that I punch is with a flathead. I will punch with a flathead. Okay. You got to. You know, yeah, you got to. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just like it's trying to be, you can't get away with, depending on like the smaller Vitolas, you can get away with a V cut. But when you got like the 660, like just punch that bad boy. It, it works so much mm-hmm. better. Yeah. I do like uh, Drew Estate sent me some cigar scissors earlier last or at the end of last year. And I do really enjoy the cigar scissors as like a straight cut option because you can really like you, you get you, you feel very tactile while using them, too. Yeah, you know? I feel more I feel the most comfortable. Right. Would be the way yeah. that I would describe it as far as a straight cut sense. option goes. Yeah, my, my friend you Lewis, did- he had, my, my friend my friend Lewis always uses a pair of scissors and like anytime he has the, the unfoldable kind like you you unfold it oh, okay. um, <laughs> it, it's there I mean there it's a it's inconvenient because you literally have to like unfold it and then you know you're, you have to be very tactile while using them but it's you do feel very confident while using them as well you feel like in complete mm-hmm. control I use the scissors like if I got my suit on. Like I, I gotta have a suit on with that joint. You know what I mean? I gotta have it. Yeah. The button up. <laughs> you know the watch showing. <laughs> Dapper <laughs> shebang shebang. Yeah, yeah. They use those a lot here in Japan though. Like when you go to the cigar lounges and stuff like that, they pull out the scissors. And the whole night. Yeah. yeah. This is uh. What you got, this Matt? Is the, what? This this is the first brick house I have ever smoked. I, man. I'm I'm kind of disappointed because I wanted to put it uh, a brick house that's been sitting around for a while. I wanted to send that out to you, man, but I can't top that one. That's a nice, that's a nice start. This, this is the uh, the the Bricktoberfest, the one that just came out for 2022, and it's. What do you think it's so far? Like, I know you're early into it. Yeah, it, it's, I it's pretty parching on the palate, and that's what mm. I noticed about the the Quesada Oktoberfest. That one as well. It's kind of a little bit arid on the palate. And I think that's probably by design to make you want to drink more. Make, make you want to drink more beer with it. That I, could, I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. I'm not a beer drinker, but that's that's kind of the science behind it, maybe. My Michael could probably have more, you know, uh, more insight on that than I ever could. I mean, it, it makes the most sense to me, you know, that yeah. you would have um, a little bit more arid tobaccos, you know, or something in that blend that's going to have it come across as a bit more arid so that you could, uh, because like Mars and beers, which are typically drank for Oktoberfest, which was kind of what I was talking about with my Casada review. um, Those Mm -hmm. are typically on the sweeter side, right? Because it was a, it was a preservation method back then because Mars translates to March, 
and that's old school how they used to brew them right they would brew those beers in march and save them for september so they would typically brew them a little stronger with a little bit more sugar content as a preservative method back Mm. in the day right so they they typically have a little sweeter taste to them and it would make the most sense to have a drier cigar with the sweeter beer of course right as a compatibility do you know, yeah, do you know is, what uh, they, they're using that? Do you know what the, the rapper is and, and the whole nine with that, Matt? I'm pretty if – I, if I remember correctly, I think it's a Nick Rogan Puro. Okay. I think, okay. And I think it may have a double binder as well because uh, I know – what does Matt Rodriguez say? Is that the, uh, is that the, uh, the King Tut? I think that may be the King Tut cigar that Foundation has coming out. Michael, you looking it up? No, no. I was reposting the live stream on uh, the Instagram, but I can definitely double check. Which, what do we have here? We have the High Clerk Castle, Senate. Senator? Senator? High Clerk Castle, Senate. If that's the one, if I'm right, that, that cigar looks friggin' beautiful. It's I think it's like a Figurado. Ooh, nice. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Got a dojo article. Let's see. This is a beautiful looking cigar. Um, they have a gold says, band. Yeah, gold and purple. Six and three quarter by 52 Perfecto in 12 count boxes. $33 a cigar. And Ooh, it says damn. That it is Ecuadorian Habano wrapped with the seventh priming a Brazilian Matafino binder and undisclosed fillers age three uh, years at minimum. <laughs> I like, Probably. I like what they're talking about. I'm not feeling that price, but I do like what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm thinking they're probably, probably going to be rolled at AJ's factory since he works with them a lot. Should be interesting. I probably won't see that out here for a while, though. Yeah, where you're at? Yeah, man. I got this new spot that I want to check out, though. It's a a, uh, cigar. It's not a lounge. This one is not a lounge. This one is just kind of like a regular cigar shop that's in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And from what I can see just from the pictures, they got a little bit of everything. And it's the only spot that I know of that's carrying Padron out here. So I'm I'm ready to kind of go in there and just walk through it. It looks like they got a couple aisles of cigars. So I should be able to get my pick once I got time to go out there. So nice. Nice, dude. Hopefully there's some really cool, some cool options out there. I still owe you guys some I didn't forget about you. I still owe you guys, you know, some of the more international cigars. So I've been keeping that in mind. I'm kind of putting some things together. So the wife should come back. She's actually in Italy right now. My wife has been in Rome for the past couple of days, man, taking pictures at the Coliseum and the whole nine. That's awesome. Actual Italian food. So she'll be back in a couple days so I can kind of get out and explore. We got. That's cool, dude. And uh, yeah, I saw it, uh, Nathanie's comment. It, it is definitely on the dry side, this brick house. But now that I'm getting more into the first third, it's becoming more sweet, which is making it more enjoyable. Getting some like syrupy sweetness on it. I'm digging that. But it is like overall, like the base profile is just kind of parching. Mm. 
And EKV, you yeah. don't owe a shit, dude. You don't owe a shit, that? man. Like, yeah, no, you no, no. That, shit, like, man. When, I, when I say that, it's that's more of, of the fact that this is what I want to do for you, cats, man. Like I, I like that's that's fun for me. You guys have dropped some dope ass bombs to me for sure. But the fact that I could probably go out here and get some things that you guys have probably never smoked before or haven't seen in a long time, that that's exciting for me, man. And honestly, I need something to keep me excited right now. Like I'm having a hard time, like really like staying ex- excited, you know, just about the yeah. whole thing, you know, so. Well, you've been so freaking busy to begin with, dude. Like you you haven't had time to be excited about anything. <laughs> I I, I think that's part of the frustration, like, you know, not being able to to do what I want right now and not being able to yeah. to, to get what I want. It's just kind of like it's, it's kind of taking some of the joy out of it. So if mm-hmm. I'm not just like grabbing a cigar that I want or, you know, chopping it up with you guys like this, I haven't been really like super excited. So. Yeah, it's, a, it's hard. It's hard to like find balance when you're when you're too busy to like think about like basic stuff that you usually had time to think about you know honestly so, i need the cbd right now man i haven't been sleeping man i haven't been able to sleep <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really you need, need a tincture oh. man listen give me some gummies or something what's <laughs> <laughs> well, uh melatonin like i take that and it it mm. knocks me the heck out just like uh, I don't know the milligram or anything like that. They're just they're teeny tiny little pills. But like when I feel like I uh, are not going to be able to get good sleep that night, I just take melatonin and I'm out. It well, does the trick, but it works. Me, to- it's yeah. like if I get into a deep sleep, that like you know I'll be like fuck my alarm. You know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> the, the kids miss the bus. You know what I'm saying? I miss the meetings. And then I'm not at work on time. Like I'm, I, that terrifies me, bro. Terrifies yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a nightmare. Like waking up to like your <laughs> alarm and it's it's been going for like 45 minutes. Dude, yeah. I get anxiety big time. I'm just like, oh god, what did I miss? What did I miss? I'm just like, yeah, oh, man, yeah. No, that shit scares no. the fuck out of me, bro. I'm good for that shit too. Like if I'm not like <laughs> on the hour, like everything is all food bar. Oh yeah. yeah. Bar. Yeah, this uh, this October, this Bricktoberfest is getting better. Like now that we're past the the first third first third mark, it is getting a lot better. Digging it. This tobacco knot is a lot more mellow than I expected, but I'm actually kind of cool with that right now. You know, it's 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 a little more even kill than I was expecting it to be. But sometimes that's good. Sometimes you just got mellow flavors. It's not you know nothing overpowering. No peppers, anything like that. This is just like smooth, slight Ooh. sweetness here, there, a little bit of graham crack in the background. That's it. Yeah. Three drams of scotch. That'll do it. Dude. That'll do it. I've never had anything close to that. Scotch, whiskey, bourbon, bourbon, never been in my system at all. If I have like three drops of that shit, I'll probably be lost in Tokyo somewhere, and they can't find <laughs> MKB at all. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't like. I'm no expert whatsoever, but like you know, scotch, like, uh, like my dad, that was his drink. Like he just he loved his freaking famous grouse, and uh, what was the other one he liked a lot? Um, doers, doers. He loved those friggin' scotches. That's all he drank. 
and like I would like just go up and like smell the bottle, and I'd like I'd almost hurl, like I smell the alcohol, and I was like, this is so disgusting. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot better quality scotches out there. But like my experience with scotch, that's it. Like the very like base level five year age doers and famous grouse, just like that smelling it. I I'm a big fan of famous grouse actually. I think that like, is like the, the base, the, the base, like the five year, like the cheapest kind they have. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it, so they do the famous grouse and then they do the black grouse and the black grouse just has a little bit more, I believe it's Isla in the blend. So a little bit more of the smokier, peatier scotches that they add. Okay. My dad, yeah. My Doers dad, my dad wouldn't like that. Yeah, Dewars and Famous Grouse are both blends, so they have scotches from all over that they're blending together. It's just a blended yeah. scotch whiskey. But, yeah. I mean, for $20, $30 a bottle, like, you can't go wrong with either one of those. I mean, Dewars was the first one that I kind of got into as far as a blended scotch goes, and then it went, like, Johnny Walker Black Label for a little while. But I've, yeah. I, I found Famous Grouse, and that was, like, my go-to for my early 20s. Yeah, like get to like you said, get a bottle of that, like the big, big bottle. That mm -hmm. that could probably go a long way. And my oh, my yeah. dad, he would he would only drink blended. Like he he hated single malt for I, he just didn't have a palate for it. He just he he liked his blended. That's what he liked. And um, I remember just on a whim, like one Father's Day, getting him uh, going to the uh, going to a Bevmo on the way to their house to to for Father's Day or Christmas or whatever. And I got him. Um, it just looked cool to me. I'm like, what the fuck? In, in the Scotch Isle, there's monkey shoulder. And mm -hmm. he ended up loving monkey shoulder, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, who comes up with these names, yo? Monkey shoulder? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> well, I think the, sto the story's on, on, the, on the, the label for monkey shoulder. It's like the guys... Okay. Okay. The guys who like carry the barrels or the, like the bales mm. of barley or whatever, mm -hmm. like they would, they would get like sore shoulders or whatever. Be hobbling around. Kind of yep. around. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, nah, now nah, that makes sense. I get it. <clears throat> no, hundred percent. I actually, I always made the argument that blended scotch was um, it was the connoisseur scotch because it would be more complex. I felt than single malt because a blended scotch is a blend of different single malts. So in theory, you've got more going on in a blend than you do most of the time in a single malt. And, you know, being that a single malt is just a single malting from a single scotch distillery and a blend mm -hmm. is a blend of different single malts, you know, like I said, in theory, you have more going on. So there's more complexity usually in a blend than there is in, in a, a single malt. Yep. And that's what all Johnny Walkers are blended, right? Yeah, all Johnny Walkers are. Uh, Johnny Walker originally started off as a teetotaler. Um, he had What's that? his parents, so oh, he didn't drink alcohol. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, he he manned his uh, parents' grocery store, which was at the Port of Call in Scotland, and they were very big tea blenders. So they would mm. blend all the teas up for people coming into port to take out, and you know, on their on their voyages and stuff like that, and they originally started purchasing whiskey and he would just create blends of whiskey. And the story goes, at least the romanticized story, I don't know how true it is, of course, but it originally yeah. started off as 
they were blending scotches the same way that they were blending teas that they found locally and they created a Johnny Walker expression of scotch whiskey. And then his sons took over the business and they in turn created the square bottling. And the reason mm-hmm. for the square Johnny Walker bottle was so that you could stack them on a ship and they wouldn't roll around as the ship was ah, traveling. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mike, I got to say, man, I'm so fucking glad you're around because you're like, when it comes to this alcohol shit, you are a wealth of fucking knowledge, dude. <laughs> like, this is the yeah. shit that I sit back on, on YouTube and watch, man. Like, I, I, I fucking love that you could do that shit off the top of your head, man. Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm dead ass. That, that shit is dope as fuck to me. Yeah, I, I remember one, one like the very first episodes of Master Your Ash, he was talking about the Whiskey Rebellion, like giving a his, yeah. history lesson of the Whiskey Rebellion. I was like, this is this is something you never hear on like any cigar channel, you know? It's, yeah, you get, you get like a history a, lesson. It's like A&E, like all the time. Ah. I fucking love this shit. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm glad to do it. I mean, that was, you know, that's always been the ethos of the channel. And it's mm. always been my passion to share the stories and the, you know, n- not just the romanticized marketing gimmicks, because there's plenty of those in the alcohol industry, just like there's plenty of them in the cigar industry. Oh, without but, a doubt. Without a doubt. You know, there's a reason for things, right? And it's always fun to hear those stories, you know, and I, I've been very fortunate in my career, too, because of the fact that I got to go to, you know, Hennessy and I got to see the parody and the sellers and and talk about talk to them specifically about like, you know, when you see a sleeve of barrels and they're marked from like the 30s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. And you're just like, hey, why isn't there anything in like the mid to late 40s? And they talk about World War Two and about, you know, the the Germans coming in and making sure that, you know, they kicked up all the cognac to, uh, you know, the Third Reich and everything. And just the history, man, alone in it is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, all the stories and all all the history. I think, like, like, um, you get hints of uh, Dr. Joe, like, watching watching Mike Michael's channel. Karen, that's that's all you. That's all you, Michael. <laughs> and Keelan, you can take a stab at it too. I, I, I got one too, but it's not gonna be what everybody expects. But go I'm gonna let Mike do this because mine is completely different from what y'all would expect. So that's I was gonna do a show on it and I never got around to it. Go ahead, Mike. I mean I really enjoy uh in the non elk sector, I really enjoy the Coke coffees that are out there by Coca Cola. Um, really? I think that, yeah, I think that it's a, I think it's delicious and they have all different flavors. You know, they have zero sugar. Um, hmm. They have, they have uh, mocha, they have vanilla, they have caramel um, and they're slowly coming out into other markets. I know that there was some supply chain issues because they kind of launched it right at the beginning of 2022. Oh, we got DJ coming in. Let me add him. A little well, joy about it. That that's popular in in in, uh, in in Japan because they love Coke for one, and they love kohi. They love coffee, so yeah. those things are killing it out here, especially in Tokyo, man. They, or like you go further north into uh, in, like into Sendai and all that. They they fucking love those, man. Anyway, little sidebar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DJ, I mean, what up? Uh, oh, hold on. I think the we let's see here. You good, DJ? <laughs> Hey, give me a second. I got to get my headphones up. 
<laughs> we'll put him in the back right now. You just chime in whenever you need to, DJ. Um, yeah, so like I really enjoy in like the non-alk stuff, pairing the Coca-Cola coffees. I think that those are delicious. Um, and then for alcohol-wise, I mean, I've um, I've obviously been doing decent amount of beer as we move into like the full-fledged winter i want to do a brandy alexander pairing so bad it was something that i talked about earlier in the year and i think that that's a very like underserved cocktail in the cocktail community right now and i really want to pick a good cigar and pair that with it um but i I mean i just i i have fun with everything you know like it doesn't matter if it's a cocktail if it's a a base spirit of some kind like you know, if, if I can find a, a cigar that makes sense to pair it, I'll pair it, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like that's, that's just it. Whatever, whatever strikes my fancy, you'll see me put it on the channel eventually. That's it. Yeah. What's this? What's this? It's, it's cranberry juice. And everybody's like, dude, for real cranberry juice, what is fucking, you got a UTI or something like that. But the first time I brought it up, I brought it up to Ron Real like a while ago. It was a, a while ago. Mm-hmm. And dude looked at me like I had four heads. Like he was like I could feel it through the text. And like he was like, dude, what are you talking about? But I'm yeah. just like, no, man, trust me. And I've been trying to rant and rave to people about it. Like, yo, get some cranberry juice. It brightens up your cigar. If there's any kind of sweetness in there, it just makes your cigar just kind of blow up. And like you taste it all over your palate. And everybody thought I was crazy. So then I'm watching, I don't know what the guy's name, he does, um, he's with Bovida, and he does like a lot of the different, you know, c- cigar reviews with Bovida, uh, he, you know, he wears glasses, has a, has a beard, Yeah. that cat, and he was doing a show on it, and he was talking about how, you in DJ? Just kind of, it, I'm good. my man, it kind of like opens up like the, 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 the like the receptors on your tongue, the acids kind of make, makes everything open up, and you just taste more from it and i was like yo i knew i wasn't crazy man so like if i can get like you know a real cranberry juice or pomegranate juice and i can have it with a good cigar especially if it has like some cream to it or like uh like a a sweetness like that brown sugar or syrup in it i mean it's it's like fireworks and i'm not insane trust me like it really does change it change the flavor it really does open up everything in your palate and that's that's my go-to and I was like, I exactly. knew it had to be some science behind it. Yeah, because like it, it has it has a way of like it's it's astringent on the pack because it's bittersweet, but it has that bitter aftertaste. So that bitter aftertaste is probably like the, the you know this citric acid or whatever kind of opening it up the pores, maybe. Just opens up everything, Something. man. And it it blends together, it works together so perfectly. And I was just like, holy shit! Like I just took a swig one time and pool, and I was like, whoa, what did I just do? So yeah. trust me, guys, I know everybody's into, you know, getting their bourbons and, you know, your barrel age and the whole nine. Just go to your <laughs> store, get some cranberry juice and some pomegranate. Get you an ocean spray. Yo, trust me. It works. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give that a try, man, especially with, uh, you know, Thanksgiving coming up. <clears throat> yes, sir. I can respect that. I can respect the the non-chill filtered higher ABV scotch. I feel like uh, you know that that brings up a really good point too. Alcohol by volume is a is a very big deal when it comes to pairings, right? So what he's talking about when he says non-chill filtered for those that are uninitiated, a lot of whiskeys go through a chill filtration process. <laughs> and what that does is it removes some of the fatty lipids that are inside of the 
the finished distillation and, and maturation from all the hemicellulose and the barrel aging or in the, the, the actual, uh, yeah, the barrel aging. So sometimes if you grab a whiskey bottle that's been sitting on the shelf in the light for a little while, you'll see some of these fatty lipid compounds like floating around in it. And chill filtration was brought in to chill the whiskey down to remove some of those lipids without altering the flavor too much. But what a lot of people do is they seek out these higher ABV single barrel expressions that haven't been chill filtered because those lipids do add some texture and some flavor, right? So I, I brought this up or I wanted to, I wanted to uh, talk about this because of the fact that, yes, if you can get a single malt scotch that is higher ABV than the standard, you know, 40% alcohol by volume, 43% alcohol by volume, there's going to be a lot of complexity and a lot of flavor to it. You're, you're 100%. I 100% agree with you on that. <clears throat> this is some Bill Nye shit, man. This is dope. But this is also the same thing uh, in, in the culinary field. Like if you're making a consomme or if you're doing, you know, tonkatsu, like you can chill it so it's easier to skim and all that. You can clarify just about everything that way. But once mm -hmm. again, like you're saying, when you take out the fats, you're taking out the flavor. That's that's what the fat is for. Whether, yep. whether it's with beef, whether it's with pork, whether it's yep. you know in your stock, so any of that. That's where all your flavor is coming from. I just learned something. I had no idea that was a thing when it came to to the alcohol, too. That's dope as fuck. Oh, yeah. Specifically, everything that's been barrel aged, because after distillation, you know, you throw it into a barrel, you're going to mature it for a little while. And it's pulling that hemicellulose and having that interaction with the barrel so that you get all of those nice compounds and esters from the wood. Right. This is a science. I bet you, I, I bet you the higher ABV single malts are a little bit more pricey, too. Right. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll keep that on. I know that EKB was <laughs> looking at the chat. I'm sorry. I know you guys are on phones. <laughs> okay. And I got it. I caught it. Thank you, man. Cool. DJ, yeah. what you got in hand, brother? Yeah, DJ. Talk to us, man. I'm just, I'm throwing uh, up the comments as they come across. Love the idea of the Oktoberfest uh, tenure. <laughs> the Uber. <laughs> I figured it's like one of the last days of October. I'd rather smoke it now than wait a year. Yeah, yeah good call. Well, good call on that. I feel like I'm out of the loop, man. I ain't, I didn't get any of the Oktoberfest. I didn't get any like pumpkin spice cigars or nothing like that, man. I'm I'm lame. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm what is that on the hat, man? What, what, what you got on the hat? Is that uh, Harley Davidson? I can't see what the hat is, man. Is that Harley? Nah, that's my hat. Yeah, my yeah. man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Dopeness. Dude, dude, DJ, DJ, so your your camera has tracking? How's that working? That's the um the, the iPhone. That's a, that's, yeah. That's it's, sick. Uh, it's called um what is this mode? Continuity? Center. Yeah. Well, it's, it's continuity camera, and then it has, like, a uh, mode. So I could take it off portrait so you guys don't see the background. It's weird, man. Talk about oh, Bill Nye shit. That looks dope. I, I want to hate on that yeah. shit so bad because I hate Apple, but that's dope as hell, dude. I can't that's, even say yeah. shit. That's dope. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 Apple does nothing cool. I'm like, well, this is, this is pretty dope. nice. 
<laughs> I would have hate so bad. That's so clean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that looks sick, man. <clears throat> when I was yeah. uh, beta testing it on like the uh, the beta updates for the uh, the new OS, I was like, man, this is weird. Like when you put it in desk mode, it would like just show you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were like still updating it. I haven't tried it since like the public release came out. Yeah. Desk mode is weird, man. That's weird. Wizardry. You point a camera mm-hmm. at the, at the ground and it sees it from the top down. It's weird. That's that's clean. Yeah, though. you'll like uh, you like have your camera up here and like this is yeah. a little pop socket that I use to attach it onto my onto like the top of my laptop and just like hold it into place because I don't yeah. have a mount. But like if you if you put it on top of your laptop and just hold it there, it'll like shoot down. Yeah, in front it's of you. Weird. It's weird. It's insane. I saw my, Marcus Brownlee talking about it in uh, MKBHD. I saw him talking yep. about that shit. And I was like, that's some clean ass technology, bro. That shit is clean. It's, it's yeah. crazy. That is nuts. But DJ, your set been looking super dope, man. Like, I, I see you kind of playing with, with the different angles and shit lately, man. It's, it's looking good, man. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I, I'm messing with it. I, it feels like I've, I've hardly shot as many videos as I wanted to after changing it for this past year, but it's pretty cool. I keep trying new things. It's messed me up two times. Uh, one is video that's coming out Monday. I recorded for an hour with the microphone turned off, which is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was messing There's with no that going back after that, bro. No, I was like, fuck it. Just keep rolling. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get creative and figure this shit out because I ain't doing this again. Be right back. Dude, yeah, if you, the thing is, if you did that with any other cigar, that's the entire review. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, you, you, the review's gone. But yeah. luckily you did it with the right cigar to where you still had plenty left. Yeah, what, what messed me up is, so I shot a review the day before, but I used a lav mic, so I didn't even think to check. I just pushed go, because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, good to go. And then yeah. I switched back to my boom, and I'm like, yeah, of course it's going to be fine. Why, why even worry about it being on? It it yeah. turns on as long as it senses a camera is connected to it. So I'm like, no big deal. And then right, so right. It, is, it has a little red light on the back that says, hey, charge me. But I put that cigar hound dog sticker over it so you couldn't see the light anymore. Dude, I fucked you. I <laughs> fucked you up. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a good bit when I did it the first that video. And then I'm like, oh, this guy had to come off for a little while. I yeah. did that before, man. I had to re-edit the whole video, so I, like I took all the audio out of that shit, and then I just yeah. basically dubbed over it and just kind of cut yeah. the clips of me smoking. And that was the only thing I could yeah. do. I said that's the only way I'm gonna save this fucking video. Man. That's what I do. That was, a, that was the boss for us, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's, yeah. It, I'm not doing this shit again. It's fuck it. I'm just gonna have to go. <laughs> yeah, I had to do some patchwork. No, yeah, hey, it still worked out, man. No, it actually came out, actually, I might do the videos like that on purpose later on. Down, to, matter of fact, I got another one I'm gonna do like that soon. Yeah, I got yeah. that. Uh, I finally smoked that fucking um, Placencia uh, Year of the Tiger, man. I just haven't been Dude. able to record anything for I'm it other so... than the actual, you know, smoking the cigar. Dude, I'm so I'm so sad about your experience, man. Like my my hopes were so high for it. Like <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dude, it's a it's a forty dollars cigar. Right. No forty dollars cigar should have any construction issues whatsoever. 
that stem was fucking massive. I pulled a branch out of that fucking like as soon as I, I was like in the last third, as soon as I pulled that bitch out, like the draw opened up and I was like, this is a whole new cigar, but I'm at the end of it. Like, You're at I the missed end, all yeah. the good shit. Yeah, you know, I missed the heart of the cigar. That's the best part. But mm-hmm. it's all good. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like it was horrible. I didn't ha- like have the worst experience, but I felt like I was smoking like a Cuban that you really couldn't get a draw out of it. I was like, fuck, man, I know it's more than this cigar. I know it's more than what I'm getting right now. Yeah, that's it happens, man. Nah, it, you know that's sometimes it's the luck of the draw with these cigars, man. First cigar you fell in love with. I'll let y'all go because y'all know what my answer is. So y'all go ahead. <laughs> Michael, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I, we've talked about it before. I'm sure that it's probably going to be a reoccurring thing for you know the live streams. But I would say that it was definitely the Fuente short story for me. Yeah, dope yeah. ass cigar. Mm-hmm. I would say like that was the first cigar to where I really understood. Like I, you know, we t- talked about this before. Like you said, where I really understood like this is why people like cigars. This is why people are into the hobby. Uh, I think the first cigar that I really fell in love with, though, that's that's so hard. Because like for one, I'm thinking about such a long time ago. You know, dude, do you want to go, DJ? Cause I, yeah. I gotta think, man. Mine's the the Brickhouse Double Connecticut. It'll, it'll always be that cigar, no matter how bitter I get. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brickhouse will do it though. Yeah. But y'all know, for me, man, it's gonna be that Fuente Shark, man, that Don Carlos, that shit. I had many cigars that I enjoyed. I had many cigars that I was kicking back with and like, okay, I, I dig this whole hobby. I'm I'm gonna be doing this for a long fucking time. But when I got that shark in the hand and it tasted like it looked and it was even better, and just like the way all the notes just went together, the way that cigar burned, the way it felt in hand, man, it was nothing like it. I, I still haven't had anything that can top it. Haven't had anything yeah. close. It's 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 an incredible cigar, dude. That's my and they're like they're hard to find, and you're always going to be paying over MSRP, just like any other special Fuente. But yep. it's worth it, dude. It's it's it, in my opinion, as long as you're not paying a hundred dollars a fucking cigar, like I've seen some places charge for Fuentes, um, it's it's worth it. I will pay thirty dollars for that cigar every fucking time, and I don't feel the way about it. I don't stress it. I, I don't care. I don't care. That's yeah. one cigar that I will pay for. And I, I, if it's a special occasion, I'm bringing that bad boy out. That's that's my that's my go-to. I love that damn thing. I think, like, I, I've been I've been thinking in the back of my head. I think the first cigar, like, early, early, early on in the hobby, that I really fell in love with. I think it was the Padilla 1932. Back Ooh. back when Padilla was still working with my father. Like that cigar, and I know DJ, you hate torpedoes, but that cigar, it came in like just this beautiful bellicoso. I think that may have been like a first cigar. I was like, holy shit. And like, you know, I was like 21. I had no money. You know, I couldn't buy a box. So I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't like get it as money as I wanted. But that cigar was like the first cigar. I was like, this is fucking incredible. And, 
and yeah, like the of course Padilla like stopped working with my father soon after that. Yeah. And you can't get that again. That's the shit that sucks when it's like a limited edition or like they, they change factories or whatever. Like that cigar is mm-hmm. gone. And it's, if mm-hmm. you don't have it like stocked up, it's like it's a wrap, man. It's it's gone. Yep. And that's probably Super- what's happening with uh that's probably, that's probably what's probably happening with Osgener. Man, don't 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 do me like that, man. Just thinking about that with Osgener and anything crown heads, like because I, I think when it comes to the end of the year, when I start talking this end of the year stuff. I think Crown Heads is really going to be at the top of my list. It's like going to be killing everybody this year. That's kind of what I'm they are to. The, they are the manufacturer of the year. If like if you have like yeah. a best manufacturer of the year list, in my opinion, like I I've, I have more favorite cigars, like you know, from other manufacturers. But as a whole, the quality of cigars that they put out is unmatched. Like one after the other. You know, that's what I'm saying. And we're on the same page. So that's exactly what I'm thinking. So if anything changes with that, man, it's going to it's going to hurt my heart, dude. It really is because they yeah. killed it this year. They absolutely killed it. Yeah. And uh, Matt Rodriguez asked, have, have we have any of us smoked the year of the ox? The presidential year of the ox. Yeah. That one's like a big figurado, I think. And I know I know they're available on COH. Um. But uh, I haven't pulled the trigger on them. It's it's hard to spend that that much money for a, a box of eight cigars. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it's it's hard to get those out here, like in in Japan. So I, I haven't had a chance to get that one. So I haven't reviewed that. Yeah, yeah. Would love to. Would love to try it though. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> uh, All right, super super random. My my homeboy, my man Ed. He does not like. Connecticut's he really doesn't mess with Fuente anything that's like lighter he's like on the darker cigar end he he likes the um um the the 10 the undercrown 10 that's like his lane okay. when it comes to dark cigars like when you got the heavier you know deeper maduros what's your what's your go-to's with the maduros what are you guys smoking on like that like what like if i if you want a heavier cigar what are you going for DJ just had one. I did. That one was really good. The all yeah, down the crown. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was. I'm that seeing was everybody good. talking about it. Anybody that's smoking that cigar is like that shit is fire. I gotta get it soon. It's good. Uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan of dark earthy maduros, especially if it's just leather and earth. That's like the right. least. Right. Yeah, well, that, that's saying something coming. That's saying something coming for you, DJ, because you're not typically a maduro guy. You really yeah. like that cigar. No, it was it was solid. It was really nice cigar. I, I was surprised at how much I liked it as soon as I lit it up. I think Lagalera is killing it with the darker cigars. LFDs are, are really killing it with some of their Maduros are like fantastic. That Undercrown 10, I've been talking about that for a year, so that mm-hmm. kind of goes without saying. That shit is outstanding too. Yeah, I think last year when that got like the unanimous kind of ranking between all of the major, you know, the cigar journals, the dojos, the half wheels, yeah. I think that that was well-deserved because... It wasn't hype, it was, man. It was definitely not hype. I actually, we had a Drew Estate event because we did Sticks and Kicks Volume 2 at one of the local cigar lounges here on the Strip in Vegas this past Wednesday. And uh, I smoked a, I smoked the UC-10, you know? Yeah. 
fantastic stick. What uh, what, lot- what size do you prefer? Oh, yeah. Mm, for for me personally, I like the Lonsdale. That factory, the factory, uh, what is it? Factory something that the Lonsdale. That shit is perfect, man. That mm, Lonsdale yeah. is money. I've only had the Toro so far of the ten, but I remember because I know people talking about the regular Undercrown. Always talking about the what's the Corona? Uh, it has a unique name. I can't think. Of, I'm drawing a blank, bro. It's like Viva Corona. Is, is it something yeah, like that's that? Yeah, that's the one. I, that's the one I reviewed actually. Yeah, and that thing was good too. Like I loved it. But that that yeah. factory, that shit is the Lonsdale so one. Good. Man, that well, shit I, is so I know. Good. I know. Like, can, like when I hear people talk about their original um, Undercrown, the Viva Corona, people always talk about. I personally, I really like the Robusto. I think it's a five by fifty-four, just a little chunky Robusto. That was a damn good cigar. But I, I've only had, like I said, for the 10, I've only had the Toro so far. That fucking uh, La Galera Animoy, that shit is fire yeah. too. Yeah, that's a good stick. It's a beast of a cigar, man. It's a beast of a fucking cigar. But yeah, it's no doubt about that. But I, and like, I'm going to sound like a prick for saying this, but like, when it comes to like those re- really dark, Deep, robust Maduro flavors. So, my favorite of recent, uh, you know, recent months has been the, the birthday blend, the gold, and that that's like, you know, it's because it's hard to find and like you can't really find it anywhere right now. But that is a fantastic cigar, and I'm, you know, I've had more so-so viajes than I have had good viajes, but that viaje is, for a Maduro is incredible. I'll take your word for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will trust your palate on that. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you know who does a really good one too is uh, I had to look that back up in my notes, but the uh, the Roma Craft Neanderthal, that's a solid Maduro as well. That's the orange band, right? That's the orange band. I never I had, had that cigar, man. When everybody was yeah. talking about it, I never got it. And it's, it's kind of like a flathead. It, it looked kind of like a flathead too. Um, mm-hmm. like the shape, the shape of it, not not the profile. But it, um it kind of looks like a club, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh I remember having it be like back when we were doing cigar memoir, we got some for review, like before it was released. And it was it was kind of like it was kind of like the chapter one, the LFD chapter one, where it's just all these like it's very nuanced for a Maduro. Like it, nothing really stands out like a ton by itself. Just everything just kind of culminates like in a like a cauldron, just so well. Um, it was experiential. It was a very experiential cigar because it, it was it was. You know, it had a very unique profile, but it's hard to discern exactly what's in it for, for me, anyway. And it's been years since I've smoked one, but I remember having a good good experience with that cigar. And I remember, like, people are saying, "Oh, this is the strongest cigar ever. It's going to knock you on your ass." I didn't really think so. You know, there's no double hero for sure. 
<laughs> one thing, like, I, I find it interesting with, with Romacraft because, like, what was it, like, 2019, 2020, they were, like, everything was, like, some form of Romacraft. Everybody was smoking Romacraft. Like, a lot of the, the reviewers that were on YouTube at the, at the time were, like, going ham with Romacraft. And now it's, like, you don't even hear about Romacraft much anymore. They just kind of, like, faded into the background. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, I wonder why. Cause yeah, you're you're right. Cause they used to be like super super hot. They they were everywhere for a period, and now it's like people barely even talk about it. You might find them on like cigar bed or something like that for the most part. But also like people reviewing them, people smoking them on a regular basis. You don't yeah. see it nearly as much. You have the rabbit. The rabbit. Oh man, pre order. Ooh. Gonna have to you have to be running to get those. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up, Anthony. Yeah, man. Spent too much damn money on cigars this last month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At some point, you got to get a Placencia sign behind you, Matt. Like just yeah, yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> Dude, that shit got to glow. It's like yeah. an open <laughs> sign, yeah. open for Placencia. <laughs> You gotta get the, the Edison bulbs on that shit, dude. You got a huge Dude, yeah. I mean, I like that's the thing. Like, I used to think they were just whatever cigars. Like, they were they're solid. But like, once I had was the one that really turned turned my opinion around. I think it was the Almedo Campo, the one with the the gray band. Once yeah, I had oh, yeah. that, I was like, I was, I was like, okay, this is really good. This is really damn good. Um, and then Michael, uh, he, uh, because of his, uh, your, your, uh, best of the year, the last year video, uh, talking about the Alma Fuerte 601. And I was, I was like, okay. So I gave that a try. And first, like I said this in my review of the, the other size of the Alma Fuerte, that was the best 660 I've ever had. That, that cigar is for a 660 is absolutely phenomenal. Just little Ave Maria Dark Knight. Nice. I, I think can't I lie, I, do, I dodged those, man. I, I'm like stuck in those. <laughs> so I, I, I can't add to that at all. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, Eric, do you mean like the, the Montes and the, the La Glorias and the, the Heritage brands from Cuba? They're, they're, like they, I, if what he's talking about, like when it comes to like the Montes now, like w once they gotten the doll on and like the shit that they're putting out recently, they're they're stepping their game up for sure. I it's think a different the, world. The master blenders to the maestros, the um, the community of master blenders that they assembled to for General Altidus really helped yeah. kind of elevate what they were putting out for sure. I think we were saying this before, but the the whole thing is like these boutique brands was fucking them up. So like you had mm -hmm. to step your game up, you know. It's like it's no way that you could just you know throw out a bunch of cigars that you know that can go in, in mass production and you don't really care what they taste like anymore. You can't do that anymore. When you got Nick Melillo out here blending crazy and uh, Sebastian blending like crazy, Dunbar and mm -hmm. blending like like you can't play around just throwing out whatever type of cigars. You can get eight alive. There's too many yeah. damn, you know, good blenders out here right now. You can't play around. Like, uh, what was the one? I just had the LaGloria Cubana 8th Street. 
That's the the one that they had rolled at Elton John to bronze. Ashton Sherman. Uh, it sucked. <laughs> it's, it's, it was it was not a good cigar. It, it's kind of like uh, the Cohiba Serie M, like how that cigar, like that was like the first Cohiba to be to be made at El Titan de Bronze. Uh, it just, just wasn't good. It just lacked flavor. Just too too peppery. It just wasn't overall. It just wasn't a good cigar. Which sucks because you know you think El you think El Titan de Bronze. You think oh this is gonna be freaking good. You know, because a lot of the, you know, the, the Goldies are old there. I, I could be wrong about that, but uh, a lot of the La Polinas are rolled there. The Warps are uh, rolled there. Like, really specialty cigars are rolled there. But just those two in particular, like, general cigars made at El Titan, not good. I thought opinion. I was tripping, man. I, I thought I was tripping. I thought that was because they were really promoting that cigar. They were putting it out there like, hey, this is a new thing for Cohiba. We really stepping it up. And I was like, was I missing something? I, maybe I just didn't have a good cigar. So I got another one that's down there that I was going to smoke again to see if I was tripping. I didn't even do a review on it because I was like, yeah. I I heard I heard the because they came out with the Toro last year. They came out with the Corona Gorda this year, 6x48. My friend, mm. uh, this is off of one source, but my friend said that the Corona Gorda is a lot better. So I really said okay. they had for this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a foot, like in California, if I'm going to go down to my shop, it's going to be like 45 bucks. And because of my experience I had with the other one, I'm not going to shell out that kind of money. You know? No. Not going to be able to do it. Mm -mm. No way. Yeah, was, like, was, what was the, what's that new thing from, from Nate Sherman, like a Fiero Tego or whatever that shit is? Like, I was so mad at that Yeah, man, I was so... Uh, that's that's another one. Like, when it comes to, like, those timeless and anything like Nat Sherman, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll get that to somebody else. That's me, though. Like, Yeah. But I know that, uh, Eric, Eric, you said uh, Ashton as well, along with Nat Sherman. Ashton... <clears throat> I love Ashton. <laughs> yeah, Ashton, I can go. They're, yeah. they're, Ashton, I can fuck they're, with. They're fun. They're Fuentes. They're all you know. They're all made at Fuentes factory. You know, like the VSG. Fuck, man, that that eclipse I had a, a couple months ago or a month ago. That thing was amazing. Yeah, incredible is fire too. Incredible. Yeah. The symmetry, mm -hmm. fire, like those fire. The, the symmetry is really underrated. Like and I, I hear a lot of people saying like you know not the best things about that cigar, but I've had I've had a few. I haven't had a lot, but I've had like three or four. All of them have been fantastic. I don't know who's underrating that cigar. That shit is money to me, bro. I fuck with it. And everybody I know that that smoke them fuck with it. Like I, don't, I that shit is that's a good cigar, man. It's a damn yeah. good cigar. And Ashton Ashton does not make a bad cigar because they're all made by Fuente. And they take their time with those cigars too. They don't just come out like you know all the time. It's like when they make a cigar, they've taken their time. They blended it, and it's 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 on fire every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't. They're not the type to just come out with a cigar every year just to have something new every year. Like they they stick to what they know. That's making damn good cigars. And if they come out with a new blend, you're really really excited because it doesn't happen all that often. Facts. How you digging that Oktoberfest, man? It's doing pretty good. It's reminding me a lot of the uh, CEO Flathead. 
as far as flavors go. No, I'm not mad at that at all. You're talking that's good shit to me. It's a, it's a lot of cigar, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was uh, feel free to not answer this, DJ, because I know you have the review coming up soon. But uh, I was wondering, because we were talking about cutters before, I was wondering how the fuck did you cut that that asylum cigar? You know, you don't have to answer. Okay. Okay. That should be fun. Now, that should be fun on the knife. air to see. <laughs> that's a knife. You yeah. wouldn't crack it out done deal on that motherfucker. <laughs> I should have punched it and done two punches because because I cut the actual cap off, I had to open up my mouth the entire way to get it in. And man, my TMZ was screaming at the end. The next day it was so bad. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've done. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah, that thing, that thing is a, it's a beast, like to say the least. It's a good cigar for the first like two and a half hours, and then it starts to, to drop. And that last hour, you're like, man, it'd be cool if this tasted a little different. But it goes, everything goes out, and it's just straight up uh, strength at the end, and it's no, not super no. strong. It, like, it, it's strong, and it's a lot. So like, at that point, you're like, this is three and a half hours smoking this damn cigar. I want to be done. <laughs> well, and it's, it's like if you hear anybody say, for the first two and a half hours, that cigar was good. <laughs> like, you, can't, you cannot say that about any other cigar. Other than the Romacraft femur, you can't say that about any other cigar. Yeah. You know? I get it. That's it's absurd. Just, it's, a, it's, for the, it's a tasty number, and then slowly it just dies down. Because, I mean, of course it's going to. And then Look, you got stuff. two fucking hours out of that cigar. You can't be yeah. mad regardless. That's no, a long good hours. Time. Good hours. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> no, there, there was a moment where at the, the first hour when I checked my camera and nothing was, was good. I was like, damn. Uh, I, guess, <laughs> I guess I'll tell people it was good because you don't get any of the react, nothing. It's just all silent. So it is. It's just a voiceover <laughs> answering the questions. That's what also was annoying is I was answering all the, the ask me anything questions. So like they're they're long winded answers that I have no idea what the hell I said. So I'm trying yeah. to like remember, and I'm like, yeah, I think this was it. <laughs> uh, dude, oh man, that is so funny. Yeah, that is so funny. Matt, you and Mike, you guys need to do it. Ask me anything, man. That'll be a pretty good good watch, man. You know, from your viewers <laughs> to ask you questions. Especially yeah, when it comes to the pairing in the whole nine or just like just kind of going back into your catalog, all the different cigars that you smoke. That'll be a good yeah. watch. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's I mean, why not pose it? Pose like a Cal DJ did on his uh, community tab on his uh, on his YouTube channel. Just be like, hey, have, have this have this idea for the future for a future video. If you have any questions, ask. I can't even do that shit. Nobody asks me shit. Like every time I do that, I like, get like one or two questions, and it's like, <laughs> "What are we gonna do?" Like, come on, yeah, yeah. I had I had Brother. one. I think he asked me like six in one question, and he's like, "You you don't have to answer any of these." I'm like, "I'm gonna answer all of them because it looks like I got more questions, man." Like I'll ask. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you had the time. You had the fucking time with that cigar. <laughs> Damn straight, you did. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think of the brick house? Uh, 
it's parching on the palate. Like the overall profile is just slightly dry. Uh, but then once I got past the end of the first third, it started getting sweet, like a like a maple syrupy sweetness that I liked. And now it's just kind of tapering back down to where it was at at, at the beginning, where it's just kind of mostly dry and you know, it's okay, but it's not it's not like wowing me right now. Yeah. It's, this is my first brick house. This is the first and only brick house I've ever had. That's wild to me, dude. Yeah, it, you should smoke the the, just the Habano and realize how how close it is to that. It's I don't think they changed much. I mean, just the maybe just the pigtail cap. It looks like just like the wrapper. Yeah, make make it look pretty. Honestly. <laughs> I don't think that I've tried very many brick houses in my time. You know, that was something that I remember the old forum cigarpass.com when I was on there, like the guys were really into that when they first came out, you know, because it's a heritage brand with JC and all that stuff. Right. So like they, they were really into it and talking about them tremendously, but it was like, it was this weird time where I was probably only smoking like a cigar every three or four months at that yeah. so like i yeah. really had only done maybe three or four cigars that year or two you know there was like a good two or three year window where i kind of took a step back from it for a little while just because of life and moving around not having really like the time or whatever i was doing so i remember yeah. that that was one of the weighing factors on that and i just another thing too is that a lot of my local shops like they're a little bit harder to find than some of the other ones but, Interesting. Yeah. Well, so when did you guys make here. that jump? When did you go from like maybe having one or two cigars a month or something like that to like actually kind of smoking more on a regular basis? When when did you make that jump? When I started yeah, the channel. Yeah, mine too. When I started doing, I want the smoke. That's when I really started ramping it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How can I produce more content? Smoke more. Like <laughs> <laughs> like you can't like you just especially with YouTube, it's a it's a it's a it's a monster that is never not hungry. So you gotta keep pumping content into it. And it is sure, the more you push sure. into it, the more you'll grow. That's that's like the yeah. basic format. Casey Neistat declared that back in like twenty fourteen. He was the first person to start posting daily and fucking skyrocketed. And that's never changed. The more you put into yeah. it, the more YouTube gives you attention. That's just how it is. But also, I'm like, I can't smoke enough cigars to post one a day, uh, not financially, especially when I was buying them, like, just for the month, and then just time. Like, this isn't, like, yeah. if you're reviewing a piece of tech, you can, like, play with it for a week and then shoot a 20-minute video. But, like, this is sitting down for at least an hour most of the time. At and least that's not an hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's no research, no script, no nothing. Like it's just no. a lot of time. It's it's also hard too because you're trying to condense down a one and a half, two hour experience into something that's palatable for attention spans that you may only be able to grab for four or five minutes, yeah. you know, at the very most. So it's about because I know that I struggle with this a lot is like, if I'm doing a pairing, right, I want to talk about the pairing and I want to do the due diligence to add in those fun little mentions about like why the alcohol makes sense or why the pairing makes sense. And it's like, there's a lot of times where 
I'm trying to condense that into just two minutes of the seven to eight minute video, you know, and, mm -hmm. and try to pick out the very best parts of it so that it's worth the time of somebody viewing it. Right. And I think that going back to the initial question about like when it was for me. So for me, the biggest jump was when I found my first like local tobacco shop that I would go to and sit at in the lounge. I was it was the first time that I was ever unemployed for like more than two weeks. <laughs> and I would just go there every single day to enhance my resume, send it out, look for jobs and stuff like that and smoke a cigar. So it was like every single day for an hour, I'd go down there, I'd work on my computer, I'd work on the resume, I'd check the job hunt, you know, and see where, you know, what would be my next venture, right? Yeah. And that was the first time that I was ever smoking like daily or every couple of days. And I was like, oh, wow, I really like this. I like the interactions. I like meeting with everybody and talking to them and seeing like what their background is and stuff. And then it was just about uh, being able to find a place that was conducive for me to do it because I was usually renting. So up until I bought my first house, I didn't have a spot outside of a local tobacco shop that I could just smoke at every single day that was convenient. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, it was probably like six months into the hobby or so where like I, I also got a membership at a local lounge when I was still living in Corona. Um, and then I felt like, you know, paying that 35, 40 bucks a month, whatever, I felt obligated to, you know, to use that membership. Hell so then yeah. I, I start, I start, yeah. Then I started smoking like once a week and then like probably like a year or two after that, I got out of it just because I, I don't know why just something to do with like my work situation. I, I don't exactly remember why, but um, it was probably like another year. I just did it very, very seldom, like once every three months or so, but it was when I had the four day lesson TS when that came out in 2012 um, and got cigar of the year that year. I tried it. and I was like, this is fucking incredible. This is a beautiful cigar. And that experience that right there. Too? Yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was like it was like a seven seven fifty eight dollar stick for a oh, very sure. damn good cigar. And it like that right there kind of reinvigorated my my love for the hobby. And it's yeah. been it's been consistent ever since. But right, Michael, you took you took down the question that I think only one of us here can answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DJ answered it. DJ answered it. Okay, okay. This is okay, okay, answer. okay. <laughs> so okay, he's gonna, okay. he's got that bad boy coming out Monday. He's, he's, yeah. Fuck, so I dude, I can't I, wait. I gotta review that. this one more time because it's a forty-minute video. I'm like, oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> already. And I'm like, one more time before it actually goes out live. That's a documentary, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one like, of the questions was about uh, channels that have basically I don't like, and I'm like, yeah, I'll answer it to an extent. Like, I don't want to start any shit, but I'm also not going to be one of those people who keeps alluding to things because those bugs right, right, right. You know about that. No, no sneak yeah, dissing. That, that's all people do. They're like, well, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but let me highly imply this exact personality type. I'm like, no, I'll just say they're like, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. At that point. Well, he, look, 
Well, he looks like this. He got a bald head, and uh, yeah. when he talked, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like what? What's just, just just take that last step? You stand <laughs> right. You're right there. Name. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it was a uh, Monday. Monday is when that video will come out. Can't wait, dude. I'm, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready for it. I need a new documentary yeah. to watch anyway. Yeah, uh, Keelan, uh, you, you you asked us a question about when we like consistently got in cigars. You said when you started your channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was a little bit before that because when I when I was living in Fresno, it was kind of similar to what what Mike was saying. It's kind of like uh, I actually found lounges that I could go to, and honestly, yeah. in Fresno, it ain't shit to do. It's nothing there. So yeah. my thing was I, I was digging cigars. So I was like, let me just go to these lounges. And I actually started chopping it up with these cats in there and just kind of hanging back. And I got that flathead that I really enjoyed for a while. I was like, okay, this, this this is fun. This is actually fun to do. But it didn't really get serious until I started doing I Want the Smoke. And the whole concept behind that that series was like just finding the cigars that I like. Because when I would go into the, the cigar lounges, I was just digging around in the humid in the humidors like, I don't know anything about this particular brand or that brand. Let me just grab this cigar and smoke it and see what I think about it. So I was like, why don't I make that into a show? Just kind of like going in. And I was trying to do like the, the Dr. Joe thing. Like I want to do a deep dive into these cigars, get a little bit of the history behind it and how I found it. And that was like a long form show. Like I don't like when I see people like going back into like this whole time when I'm not reviewing right now, I haven't had the time to review mad people are going back and they're watching my shows, but they don't watch I Want the Smoke. And I think it's because it was such a long form show. It was, it was, yeah. you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And people don't have the attention span for that. If you're not doing five, then maybe eight minutes max, people just parachute out of your show. So. Yeah. 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 I get those comments all the time. They're like, just get to the point. I'm like, no, that's other channels. You're on the wrong right, right. <laughs> somewhere else. Right, man. I'm, I'm like this is it's a it's so much to these cigars. When you think about like how Mike was talking about just you know the the history of all these different whiskeys and bourbons and things like that, how they make the bottles, that's the dope shit. How you make the sausage with these cigars is what makes it fun. Learning about the different leaves and the blends and the history of of, of you know these heritage blends and these new comers that are coming in with these boutiques. Why wouldn't you want to talk about that and hear about that if you love cigars? Yeah, it's yeah. more than just like what it tastes like. Absolutely. And what's going on, Rick Anderson? Good to see you, what bro. So glad that you're able to join us. I got a parachute out of here in a few minutes, fellas. I got a Japanese class today, man. I got to get these rug rats going. So, all right, dude. I got a short good, time. Man. I'm a short time of the day, man. All good, Look, man. Out. I was waiting for this, man. This, this, this is this is my highlight right now. Like I spent all day like on these docks, and and waiting for these military COs all day long. Where I'm working in that gym. This is my highlight. Just being able to kick back with a cigar. That's cool, dude. How's how's the how's the tobacco now? How'd that finish up? No, that was good, man. One thing about it, it was pretty much the same thing all the way through. It didn't change too much. But that was actually a good thing. I'm, I'm I'm cool with cigars that are like that. If it tastes good from beginning to end, I'm with it. It doesn't have to have like a change every third or anything like that. Just make it taste good. Make it smoke good. And that thing burned perfectly all the way down to the nub. So I like that cigar, man. That was damn good. Awesome. Who's that right there? 
Fume guy, what up, though? Casa Fernandez, nice, dude. An old one, too. That's good shit right That's there. I've only shit. had one. I've only had one, and I enjoyed that cigar. I actually got that as a gift. I've only had one. Yeah, that was um, those used to be phenomenal. The old Casa Fernandez stuff, like the uh, shoot the Arsenio. That was such a good. The Arsenio Maduro was such a damn good cigar. Like a box press, like it was so freaking tasty. But yeah, um. They just like Tab said. They just started taking on too many other clients, like uh, like Warp and like too too much other production, and so their quality, their quality control just kind of took a dump because of that. It happens, man. It happens. That's that's the nature of biz. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like a really good box press lately has, has been. I don't. I don't think people really put enough into a good box press just the way that it fills the hand like everybody was complaining like they don't smoke really well like they i'm like i don't get that man they smoke great for me they don't burn weird for me a lot of people complain about it I, like i dig like aroa like their their box presses are, are money like every time yeah. Dude, it's been forever since i've had an aroa like they really? they make some sol- they make some solids because you know like and I know you you said this before too Honduran you know a lot of Hondurans just you know you don't feel yeah but um true. that is true but they do for Hondurans I mean it's Camacho I mean it's the guy yeah. it's the guy who used to make Camacho you know so you know he knows his shit he knows his shit man they they taste pretty good it's not like you know i'm throwing shots but it's not like alec bradley to me like i'm most of the time i'm just like i'm dodging those too nah, i'm cool on that except except the kintsugi you, you won't dodge the kintsugi i will not you throw that shit at me i'm smoking that shit every fucking time you're, you're catching that shit with your mouth i'm, <laughs> I'm randy marshall well, hey. on that motherfucker you can throw that shit anywhere i'm one hand in that shit i'm catching that motherfucker. i love that damn cigar but uh, be, before before you go, Keelan, uh, I'm gonna have you guys pick. I'm gonna have you guys pick my next cigar that I light up. All right, what you got? So first we have the ta- the Tatawahe Michael, gifted hey. by Michael, <laughs> Monster Series. Hey. We have that. We have a Wildfire the single. Ooh, this is the Churchill. My Michael's had this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, La Galera Churchill Imperial Jade. That one, Bosphorus. <laughs> of course, you'd have a Bosphorus. You, you know me. <laughs> uh, old school, old school Don Carlos number two. Woo. Hey. So got that. It's, it's not an eye of the shark, but you know it's kind of nah, close. So damn, it's such a good cigar, regardless, bro. Uh, Ashton VSG Bellicoso. This has probably like four years of age on it. Uh, Placencia uh, Reserva Original Toro. I just smoked that two days ago. Nice one. That's a good cigar, man. Solid. Uh, Placencia 149 Cosecha Toro. Uh, I got a few more. I have the uh, Claro and Maduro Olmec. Oh shit! <laughs> you you just showing off right now. That's all. This is. Yeah, <laughs> I, got a mini I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. What to, I didn't know what to smoke after. So I'm like, I'm just gonna take all these out with me, and you know, I'm gonna let you guys decide. Uh, this may be one to like finish off with. This will be a. This is a Cabaguan 
uh, Maduro, but this has probably like 10 years of age on it. So, yeah. And then lastly, we have uh, Despolito, Dapper Cigar, Despolito. Nice, nice. Mm. I'm so, going with the Michael, those... man. Tis the season. I'm going with the Michael. I don't know what everybody Michael. else is. I'm going to say Michael. You going with the Michael? Well, what about you, Michael? Michael, that'll okay. Be... That'll be the next cigar I smoke. That's the move. Thank Fellas, you, guys. I'm sorry I got a parachute out of here early, man. I hate it, man. I hate that I got to go, but. It's I do want to show this. God, do man. This is this oh. is my my yearly tiger right here. <laughs> this is the stem that came out of that fucking. <laughs> that shit, the fucking man. branch. <laughs> Fuck man. Wow. Was... Y'all wild. y'all enjoy those, man. I'll I'll get up with y'all on the next time around. I'll be around for the next one. All right, man. All right dude. Good chilling, brother. Good chilling. Peace, fellas. Peace to everybody yeah, in the chat. Hey. Everybody in the chat, if you haven't subscribed to Master Your Ash, do that shit right now before I get up out of here. Click the like button on, on, on the shit when this comes out. Make sure y'all support his channel. Wealth and knowledge, man. Absolutely. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Peace, Absolutely, fellas. Man. All right, see you, dude. Later, bro. All righty, <laughs> fellas. Just us. And then there were three. And then there were three. Man, what a what a selection you brought out tonight. You were ready to go. Well, and I, I'm an idiot because usually there's a sell on that thing. Ah, mm-hmm. Beautiful. Because mm-hmm. usually I'm an idiot and I just bring out like a little baggie with like a few cigars. But it's like the entire time I've had this like, you know, this Herfador case. I'm like, I just need to bring this out with me. So, But obviously I filled it up. But um, before before I light this up, I got to go use the restroom, so I will be right back. Do your things, do your things. I love your shirt, DJ. Thank that you. That is awesome. Is. My wife is a my wife was a huge pumpkin spice fan, and every single year we'd go to Trader Joe's because they would have the pumpkin spice like seasoning out. And I remember really? two years ago she bought, I think it was fifteen jars of pumpkin Shit. spice seasoning. And I, I think that we finally got through all of them. Damn. I mean, she was she was an addict. That's that's a that's a that's an addiction right there. Yeah, yeah. Now, my wife recently got into the well, I guess not recently now. When twenty twenty hit, uh, she got into the cups. So she started wanting to be one of those uh, the Starbucks cups collectors. A cups collector, yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah I built her a shelf because we had so many. I'm like, we're gonna if we're gonna. We're gonna have forty-three of these collectible rare edition cups here. We're gonna display that shit. We we collect mugs too, but most of them like this is our black cat Halloween mug. And yeah. then like, you know, we just we find all of these different like dog and cat mugs and, and stuff like that. And that's usually what we're collecting. No, some of them Starbucks people are crazy and they'll pay hundreds of bucks for a slightly different mug. And I'm like, whatever, man. If you can pick up two and sell one, go for it. I don't care. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, if you make your money back, I mean, we do that with cigars, yeah. right? Yeah, Some that's the thing. Us. I'm like, all right, uh, I burn the shit I collect, so I guess I can't complain too much. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yep, yep. No, very true. Very, very true. <clears throat> uh, cigar. Oh yeah, you want to know what's funny? Um, that's oh, that's actually shit. a great comment. So I've seen 
I got a text uh, a couple of weeks ago from my buddy who was out in LA. There was a shop that had dress boxes of Tetuaje monsters and they had them all at the top shelf. And my buddy was like, hey, man, you know, you want a box of uh, monsters? I'll ask the guy kind of thing. And I'm like, no, if he's displaying every single monster and he has them at an actual smoke shop, that means that he's charging an arm and a leg for them if they're still just sitting there. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've heard good things about this Michael. I've never had, had one, though. So I, I had my first one last week. I shot the review for it. That's going to come out on Halloween because I already did the Drac review. We, we you know, released that the other day. And, uh, well, the Michael was good, man. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> and you, you got a box of these, right? No. no you had, you had to. Five pack. Oh, five pack. Just a five pack, yeah. Just a five pack. I honestly, so like, on my on my secondary site that I use to pick up like all of my exclusive stuff, I put out because they have like an in search of for the people on the forum that want to seek out rare sticks or you know things that haven't been posted yet. They have this in search of. So you put I'm in search of blah blah blah, right? So I put on there last I think it was last year or earlier in the year. Um, I was like you know I really want a Michael dress box. And if you guys can, if anybody has one, you know, I'm willing to buy it, whether it's partial or it's full. I did the same exact thing with the Chuck and the Tips, right? And the Chuck and the Tips, I got the box. They had been unopened. And, you know, I sent those out to, to you guys as well because I got a full box. Um, mm -hmm. And I wanted us all to review them. So I did the same thing. <laughs> and this guy was like, hey, man, I don't have any dress boxes, but I have like a five pack. If you want a five pack and I'll throw in some other Tatuaje stuff. So that's how that. Is this uh, is this uh, I don't want to I don't want to give away your, your source, but uh, is it a, is it a fairly does it does it start with the O? Yes, it does. OK, I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, I mean, if you don't, then I'll send it to you and, you know, we could talk about it offline um because yeah. of youtube obviously otherwise i yeah. i mean i don't mind sharing the wealth with anybody who asks but you know it's um yeah. it's definitely a secondary market for a while as long, i think as long as you don't say the dot com part you're you're in the clear but still yeah. you, you know might as well not risk it right right you know it's it's online and it's a humi <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> there you go that's where my friend, um, my friend Joe, he said like he, I, you you may know about this because you're you're on there, but I guess there's um some guy I forget where, but some guy passed away, and he had like a collection that probably like amassed yeah. So you you know about this, my yeah. friend Joe, he he like got some insanely like rare stuff that you cannot get. That's just. It hasn't been made in years. Like he got. Um... Sorry, sorry, Michael. Beauty... No, no, no. I was, I'm sorry to interrupt you. The beauty of that was that it was his uh, his kid, I believe, that his basically sons. made like yeah, his son that um, made like an Excel file for everybody. And I showed up, I think, day two on that, and the stuff that I saw that people had bought that had, they had already bought, I was just like, 
wow, those, that's like, I mean, it was an, a collection from 20, 30 years back that, if not longer. Yeah. Like my, my buddy, he got, um, like, I think multiple, bo- maybe, maybe multiple boxes of the, um, I think I sent you one, the, uh, the La Aurora Preferidos Cameroon Lancero. Like they haven't made that cigar since, since like 2012 or 2014. And he got that, and they came in boxes of thirty six. I think he got a box where, like, he he paid like eleven dollars a cigar, and the, these are like aged, like you know, decades. I, no, I think he got the original release box from like two thousand eight for eleven dollars a cigar. You know, I mean, this that's is, just it's insane. This has always been my kind of like my feeling about cigars, just in general, because my favorite cigar are like the the best cigar that I feel as though I've ever smoked was the Monte Cristo Edmundo Dante's, the Code uh, 109. That was the Mexican release Cuban cigar, um, the regional for them. And I bought it off of that site. I think that it was, I've talked about it on our, I think it was our first or second live stream. It was probably like $70 a stick or something like that, that I paid for it. Something somewhere in that realm, 50 to $70 a stick. And we're talking about before Cuban cigars, like, skyrocketed the way that they are now um and i bought it off of a a seller on that site and you know it's one of those where if there are cigars out there that you're in search of or that you know those 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 whales (laughs) that you want to harpoon and you want to find those magical (laughs) unicorns that are out there there's a collector somewhere that probably has them that they're never ever going to smoke them. And that's the sad part about cigars. But the beauty of cigars is that oftentimes, you know, if you, if you do enough digging and enough searching, you'll find what you're looking for at a certain point. And, you know, if you have the discretionary means and income to do it, you can usually pick those up. Right. And Mm -hmm. that, that's just another great resource for things like that. Mm Hmm. But I'm sorry yeah. that I cut you off. You were saying no, no, I, like uh, talking about that. I don't know if it's that specific cigar, but and I didn't even like have one. I just I tried one that my friend was smoking, the Edmundo Dantes, and it was like smoking like chocolate butter. Like the few puffs that I had, it was abs- it was absurdly incredible. That yeah. that that Cuban and um yeah. I would absolutely love, love to try one of those cigars, but obviously you'd be paying one hell of a premium, especially right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that there was somebody who sold one on the site recently. I don't know how much they were selling them for, but I'm pretty sure that it was like well over $120 a stick, you know, $150 a stick. And then I was listening to um, Kirby... Uh, the guy who Adelson. does like men's fat. Yeah. Adelson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to one of his uh, interviews with the owners of the Davidoff shop in London. And they were talking about the La Renia or La Renea or whatever that um, uh, El Rey del Mundo that came out as a regional release in the Cuban cigars. And it was like a Lancero that came out a few years back and it was like the best regional release that had been released in a number of years. And he even made mention, he was like, the only cigar that I've had as a regional release that was as good, if not better than this, was the Edmundo Dante's 
Conde 109. And I'm like, okay, these are guys that smoke plenty of Cuban cigars and they just back up my opinion. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm good. I'm good. Feel validated. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah. very much so. <clears throat> uh, oh. Oh. Matt, Matt, you need one, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny, Matt. We were just talking about this offline earlier today. Um, you know, as cigar reviewers that uh, sometimes on occasion are sent things that we have the opportunity to talk about, right? We never thought that we would be doing customer service for Need One no. <laughs> after posting our reviews. But not only did Cigar Hound Dog have a customer service question today, I personally had a customer service question that I answered with uh, one of the people that I interact with on Instagram who bought a need one and uh, they were trying yeah. to plug it in and it was Calvin actually, our buddy Calvin. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, look, man, get the, get the RH, get the relative humidity to a good spot before you start uh, turning on the, the actual like cooling and heating and messing with that. Because whenever you start messing with compressors and fluctuations in temperature, you know, you're going to, you're going to deregulate and destabilize your relative humidity. Yeah. It's just the way that it goes. But uh, no, there are no current coupon codes. That was just something that when we did our reviews and we did our uh, initial postings of Need One that they, you know, they sent out to us. What I will say is that it seems as though Need One has reached out to more people and that they run specials on their units. So I would imagine during the Christmas season and during the holidays, like they, they probably will have some discounts that come up. You just have to kind of check in the thing that i always do on amazon is i always add stuff to my lists and then i check back and i see when the price fluctuates or whenever there's a coupon code so maybe that little bit of advice but i don't know mm -hmm. maybe it'll help yeah they run coupon yeah. codes for like everything if you just check back every holiday i'm sure there'll be something i've never seen them not on sale at this point yeah yeah, well, and, and also also what you can do, say if like they do send it to another, you know, person on, you know, cigar, YouTube or whatever, and they put out a review, they'll have a coupon code for that week. What you do is just like type in need one humidor or need one humidor review on YouTube and then search by, you know, uh, recent, most recently uploaded. So maybe check in there too to see if there's like anybody new who's posted a review that you can use their coupon code of. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. This. I don't know. I've gotten a couple of people who have asked questions. It's usually related to how much, how many bubble packs they want to throw in there. And I always tell, I'm, I'm the worst person to ask because I don't even pay attention to mine half the time. More than half the yeah. time. I open it up and I'm like, yeah, that's one. I have two, two hygrometers. One will say like 60 something, one will be 50. And I'm like, yeah, that's good enough. Somewhere yeah, in there. There you go. Watch out for. Cyber Monday, Black Friday deals, the, that's going to be the next big one for sure. Oh, yeah. If, if you can wait a month, if you can wait a month, do it and just wait till Black Friday. Yeah. No, I haven't I haven't heard from, uh, from them since before I posted my little wooden box, my review. Technically, EKB has never gotten a unit to review. So maybe if need one's out there and they, uh, you know, can reach out to EKB, we'll have, you know, the Vintage Cigar, we'll have a unit to review. It's kind of yeah. weird because of the fact that they're both in Asia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, over yeah. the Sea of Japan. Yeah, yeah. Strange. 
the ash on yeah, the they, looks pretty good, buddy. Dude, it's I mean this this ash is gorgeous. Beautiful cigar. Getting a lot of honeysuckle sweetness right now. You've already smoked the best monster on the live stream tonight. Because my chuck is, uh, it, it was decent. Oh. Definitely very arid. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, like, was that, could that cigar have been, like, better, like, upon release? Like, because with aging, you know, you, you expect it to be, like, you know, more mellowed out. And it's it's still not that mellow of a cigar. Like, what you get most is just, like, the arid smoke texture and pepper from that one. Listen, you know, this cigar suffered a lot ratings-wise when it was first released, and I'm sure that that's why it was so easy for me to pick up dress boxes uh, last yeah. year. You know, I think yeah. that, I mean, we can look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure that Half Wheel dogged the hell out of this stick. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's it's well, it sucks even more. Well, I guess not really because they they won half of it, but um, the tip is just so much better. Oh, it's, you know, vastly better. And oh wow, it's just so weird how. I take that back. I apologize. It actually scored an eighty nine, and they said that it was one of the best ones that they smoked upon initial release. Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay! Wow! Well. All right. Well, I mean, what did they rate? Hold on, I gotta see the so, tip here. Someone was a big sponsor. Had... My... <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Wait, hold on. I think maybe I maybe I looked up the review for the pudgy. No, no, no. This is the this is the regular. Okay, hold on. That cigar was a bunch of pepper and then nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Let's see. What did they rate the tip? The Tiff Tiff got an eighty-eight. All right. Well, I mean, wow. I thought the Tiff smoked better too. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Half wheel. Interesting stuff. Yeah. None of that. None of that shit. Hmm. I guess it depends that, on availability. Yeah. That like that's. It's all just, like right now. Your best bet's the draft Redux because that just came out. But but here's here's the thing, and I think you you mentioned this, Michael, in your and uh, was it? It was was it? It wasn't the draft review. It was the I think the the the, the one that came in the monster match. The mm -hmm. that draft. You you mentioned that monster match pack is still available, and it is. So that's that would be your best bet. That would be your best bet, Kevin. Is to just I think there you could probably find them on uh, 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 you can find them online. Just Google it. Just type in Tadawahe Monster Mash, and you can still find it available. That's probably your best bet to like and like try multiple blends too. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a, a slight difference in in the blends and the Monster Mash. I feel like being that it's maintaining the same ring gauge but changing the length slightly on every stick you get a mm. good understanding without having to maybe overpay because a lot of the monsters that have existed for so many years they'll they'll hike up the price a little bit the monsters are really only supposed to be $13 sticks right 13 sticks in a box $13 a cigar 169 bucks you know that was 
that was the unlucky 13 retailers that would get them every single year and that list would always change it, it was supposed to have that gimmick to it right but yeah. i mean i've seen them for well over 13 dollars if you're trying to buy them on the secondary market and it's just about like finding which one you like the most really and investing at that point if it's available to you yeah like uh your view of the drag the redux that's like I, I told you in my comment that's i'm gonna wait a year to smoke that well, i'm gonna wait a year to like not even not even for a review just to smoke it in general because those those yeah. cigars like you know that there's something there but it's just not it's not prevalent yet well you even you posted the frank after a year today yeah and it, it, it was i but the thing is with the frank like I, I didn't smoke them fresh, but I remember like last year when they came out, people were like, "They're really damn good," like for, off yeah. off the bat. But like the yeah. like the the Redux, the Drac, you know, um, everybody I've spoken to is just like, "Yeah, it's it's whatever right now." Mm -hmm. They're fresh. Yeah, they're very fresh. Yes, indeed. And DJ. DJ is, uh, you know, he's kind of unfazed by the whole entire uh, Monster Halloween stuff. I'm looking, I was trying to find them just from like a normal retailer. They're pretty much gone on a lot of the major sites. Mm -hmm. the, the Monster Mash sampler. I'm oh, not, really? Yeah, I, I'm not fine. I found it on, a, I can't say anywhere specifically, but um, a lot of them are sold out already. Well, you're going to get, because people still have the advent calendars that Tatuaje just recently released. And although it's going to be shorter and a smaller ring gauge, there are, I believe, five monsters in every advent calendar. So that's another Rarsh. way for people to try. Yeah, I think that because they released two different advent calendars this past week. They released the one that was supposed to come out last year. Last year. And then a brand yeah. new one for this year. Both advent calendars have 24 sticks in them. And I believe that one of them is a holiday pumpkin, which was an event only release that was supposedly really delicious. Um, yeah. Then they have I've seen the band, right? Then they have one holiday or two holiday sticks for Christmas, or you know, just the holidays, and five monsters along with like the cabbies, the La Requesas, the standard lineup to fill in the rest. Yeah. Yeah. What's one cigar that, like, you've seen around? It doesn't have to be new, but, like, what's one cigar that you've seen around that you hear a lot of people talking about that you haven't tried yet? And it could be, like, a really old cigar, like, that you just haven't really gotten around to smoking. Dude, the Brick House. <laughs> that, that, was, that was mine. That was mine. They're good cigars. They really are. Um... <laughs> Uh, say that like a forlorn lover. <laughs> I'm going to just get my other cup out here. <laughs> I brought out both. Um, yeah. For me, everyone keeps asking me to try the magic toast, and I do not want to. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I was not a fan. I was not That's a fan. all I, I had that last year. Mineral Earth. Review it, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, if you were uh, if you were not a fan of the Chuck, I don't think that you would be a fan of the Magic Toast. 
there's there's some similarities. You're right. Even though I think it's predominantly a Honduran blend, the Magic Toast, there are a lot of similarities between those two cigars. Should have called it the Burnt Toast. Yeah, it is. Thank you, Kevin. By the Magic Toast, yeah. That cigar, like, and I, I've had, like, people comment on my review, like, oh, I, I really like this cigar. This cigar is awesome. Like, that's awesome. I'm glad you like it. Have mine. You know, like, I don't, I'm not going to have any more. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That one's a little rough. Nah, everyone uh, I don't know, Matt. What, uh, what, what have you, like, heard in the, in the ethos, in the ether that you've been wanting to try? Well, like you said, the Brick House, that was one today. Uh, one for a while that I did end up trying was the Flathead. I had never smoked the Flathead before. That's obviously, you know, very popular cigar. Yeah. Um, shit. I, I, fuck, man. I smoke a lot of fucking cigars. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I'll, I'll need to think about that. I'll I'll think I'll think a little bit more more hard on that. But yeah, because you know, just like even say like uh like the Macanudo, like Inspirado, like stuff like that. I've I've seen around for forever. Never had one. Like like very very popular, widely available cigars. Um, mm. yeah, you don't do a ton of like the I don't know what you'd call them generic shit. Like all the big I, brands like that, I don't see on your channel that often. I, I, you know, and like, like, uh, it's, it's good to do just to get out, to get it out there because those videos get a lot of views. But, um, but like, uh, I need to do like a, a leave a G, a leave a O, you know, stuff like that because a lot of people are looking for reviews of those cigars. Like I and I've I have them. I just you know anytime I I go to like like pick a cigar for review, I'm like oh this one seems interesting. This one seems good. It's very like you know it's very um uh uh spontaneous. Like when when I whenever I pick a cigar for review, but say say like the the nubs. Like if you and I, DJ, you've probably reviewed a, a nub or two, but those those cigars get a crap ton of views. Those yeah. and Rock of Attells. If you want, if you want a lot of views and a lot of like you know engagement and new new subscribers, because you're with right back. No, no problem, man. With like different types of cigars, you're going to get a completely different type of potential you know viewer and potential subscriber, and you're just you're just kind of going through and like you know uh, fishing for a different type of person. And, you know, it's it, a lot of it is just because they're new to the hobby. So they're just going with, like, the most basic brands that are the most widely available because they're new to the hobby. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the Nub and Rocky Patel, those are, if, those are great places to go to if you're just looking to get a, a crap ton of views. Yeah, uh, Adam Swanson did, like, a, a Battle of the Nubs. I just looked it up. It's got 10,000 views. He almost never posts. It's just what people look for. And that's yeah. the thing. I'm like, I'm like, that's a good cigar and get views. I don't want to smoke it. Like, I have so much other interesting shit that I'm like, that's, that's one of the hardest things a lot of the times. I'm like, 
I'll go to pick up cigars. I'm like, I know this one will get reviews, but I want to smoke this one. And it's trying to decide. That's yeah. That's it. That, that is it. Like, and it's just like, and it could be a good cigar too. You know, yeah. the, the more generic one, it could be a totally fine cigar, but it's just like, there's the boutique stuff, you know, and I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm more slated towards boutique stuff, but it is, it's just by the, the general nature of it all. It's just a more interesting cigar to smoke. The stuff that are coming from smaller boutique companies and I'll, not all the time, but I'd say not even the vast majority of the time, but the majority of the time, in my opinion, they are better quality cigars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I always tell and any new person asking what I go, go to the Oliva aisle, pick up anything, which everyone sounds most just pick it up. You're not going to be disappointed. And it's going well, to be another, another thing you say, the, the rule of P's. Perdomo, yeah. Padrone, you know, yeah. like Placencia. Yeah. If it's got a P, you're probably going to be fine. And then literally just go to the Oliva aisle, close your eyes, and pick one. And you're going to like it. Like, you just yeah. you just will. They're not super yep. exciting, but they're good. And they're not super expensive either. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're very affordable. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Fuck, man. That, that camera thing is so crazy, dude. It's weird because, so uh, I bought a gimbal, and the gimbal has an app where it'll do this, but this is just software. My camera's not moving at all, and it's still tracking me. And I'm like, and every now and then I'm like, oh, I moved. Okay, there we go. And that's, oh. that's, that's must, uh, a coworker of mine must have had the beta, like Michael was talking about, because he'll be on a yeah. Zoom meeting, and his whole face is just like moving constantly. Like, what the fuck do you have? Anyway, it must have been this. Yeah, I'm like, it had to have been the beta. It's weird, but it's cool. The The top-down view is insane. I don't know how they do that at all, but someone much smarter than me figured it out. Yeah. Uh, how to get a slightly warmer, uh, you know, outfit. Coat on. What, what, are the, what, what are the tents out there? 58 degrees right now. It's sixty-three here. Nice. Yeah, it's it's fifty something here. I don't know. Our weather's insane. It's been raining nonstop for the past two days, and it was like. Well, I mean, you're doing a you're doing your um in your garage. You're doing the stream from your garage, so and the internet's been fine and dandy. Yeah, I'm using my phone as a hotspot for the laptop, which I tried to do the first time I hosted. But it couldn't handle more than just me. So I think that since it's just me connected to Michael hosting, I think it works just fine. But I'd much yeah. rather be here than the backyard. It's fucking soaked out there. <laughs> I already know I, have- I already know what I'm at. <laughs> and I feel the same way about it. The Buffalo Ten. The Buffalo Ten, yeah. He's got a Buffalo 10 and an army of Placentias that he's just sitting on right now. It's not actually a chair. It's just boxes of Placentia cigars. Placentias. Uh, I've been smoking a lot of those. Uh, the Cavalier, the uh, limited edition 2022. I love that cigar. That's a great smoke. Obviously, that's not going to be around for forever being a limited edition. 
Um, the Wharf's Eagle Descent. I've been smoking a lot of those. Those are very good cigars. I know the one like busted up on on a uh, Keelan last live stream, but from my, my experience with that cigars are fucking fantastic. Um, Placencia Reserva Original for a, like a, an affordable. I think that's like their entry level cigar. Uh, Placencia Reserva Original. Great little cigar. Like I have the Robusto. It's like a four and three quarter by fifty two or something like that. Great little smoke. Um, yeah, that, I I can I can go on and on. I can just keep going, but uh, I'll I'll stop there for now. You know what I've recently been enjoying a lot too are the Undercrown Shades, the little Connecticut Undercrown Shades. I've um. I've noticed that I, I probably smoked like two or three of them this week just on a whim, you know, as like a kind of intermezzo or just a, to kind of start the day off if I if I have some extra time. Thoroughly enjoyed those. What uh, what size? Toro. Toro, okay. Toro. You know, I, yeah, I, I have never – so sorry, Michael. No, you're fine. I, um, I have uh, a ton of them from the last – couple of drew estate events that i was to and then um when i did i i didn't post any of the video which is bad on me but i did like a a cut in the light for this cocktail thing that we did back in february and drew estate sent out some boxes for me to kind of put up there and you know they're all cocktail people so only so many of them smoked cigars, which I was the beneficiary of because I got to take back the boxes. Um, but yeah. a lot of them were undergrounds, like Maduro Shade and uh, just like the Sungrown, uh, Sun Grown, right? So I've just been kind of mo moving through those that I've had, taking up some space in the humidor. Mm -hmm. When did that? When did the shade come out? Um. I want to say that that was 2016, 17. It was around. It was around there. It was around there. Right around I remember. There. It was a big deal because that was a second release from that line, the Underground line after the Maduro, and I had. That's I haven't tried that cigar yet, and I, yeah, I have I one. Sorry, Michael. No, 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 I keep on I, – I was cutting you off on that one. I was going to say that I think that the whole entire reason for the Undercrown existing was because of the fact that all of the factory workers were smoking all the Liga, yeah. and they needed them, right? So they came out with the Undercrown as kind of like a entry-level point for those that wanted Liga, right? Yeah, yeah. But, and I, I have one of the shades that I got when those first came out. It's, mm -hmm. it's a Robusto, and it – Probably has what, like seven years of age on it, probably. Wow. Yeah, That's the awesome. shade's a really good cigar. The first time I smoked it, I had eaten something really spicy like an hour before, so I absolutely hated it. And then I reviewed it on the channel, and I was like, this is a vastly different cigar. <laughs> this is way better. Uh, I like that. Uh, having on hand, I love the CAO Gold. It's a super basic cigar, but it's, it's really nice. Never had one of those, and I've seen it around since I started smoking. I saw a guy, I was in CI just like browsing shit, and this dude walked in who looked like he was 12, and he was just yelling, where are the CAO golds? And he bought like <laughs> two boxes, and then sure enough, I was talking about basic Connecticut's that I like, and someone sent me one, and I'm like, all right, this is whatever. And then no, it's, it's a 
It's a really good cigar for, for what it is. Yeah. And uh, have you guys... I know you've had the dogma, DJ, the sun-grown dogma. Have you yeah. tried just the, the regular sun-grown underground? No, not yet. Michael? The regular sun-grown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I actually I have a few still left from that that initial kind of Drew Estate thing. I'll have to send you some, DJ. Oh, yeah. Are they good? Like, are they in your they're a good cigar? Yeah, they. I mean, I think that the dogma sun-grown is a little bit a little bit better, personally. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. have that. But I do yeah. really enjoy the shade. The shade was my favorite out of the undercrowns. Besides, obviously, the UC10 that just came out. Yeah. Was that is that something that they're going to continue making? Or is it, I believe, was it just for last year? I believe that it's going to be a standard production, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Is that the nicer yeah. Maduro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the like, oh, the, hot like the Knights Templar ribbon on it. That thing is nice. Mm -hmm. I, I need I need to smoke that one. It's sitting in the humidor somewhere. No, dude, this uh, this Michael is cooking right now. I'm at the halfway point. It's really freaking good. Like a lot of brown sugar sweetness on this thing. It's bomb. Dude, Michael, what, what you what you lighting up there? So, so I said that I was going to have the pipe the last time that I was out here for for Sean T because he was in the chat, and uh, yeah. I grabbed some of the warped scarecrow from 2021 that he had sent me in the bomb that I I posted with all the pipe tobacco, and you know I said that as my intermezzo I'd have a little little pipe bowl. Nice. Is so is that is that from warped cigars? Yep. He actually, I, I did an unboxing video before we started the channel and he actually sent me the new one for this year. So this is from okay. Warp Cigars and that's their pipe tobacco. I see. I, I just thought like it was a, a, a make like another maker or a blend just called Warp. I didn't know that they were relate, like related to the actual cigar company. So that's really cool. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. That's always why I get confused why people hate on like uh, uh, any type of infused or flavored cigar, but they're cool with pipe tobacco of any type. <laughs> right? I'm like, okay. Whatever you say, Dude, bro. One, one or flavored Friday is coming back. I was oh, thinking yeah. about that just this past week. I look and I was like, Dude, it's been since June that I posted one. I just haven't had the time. And then every time again I go to, I'm like, I could pick up a flavored cigar or this like super premium ultra rare thing that one of you two sent me that you can't buy anymore. I'm like, oh <laughs> I only got time for one. I guess I'll go with this. Yeah, I need to get back to where I can smoke twice a week. Uh as soon as December hits, thing will slow down. November's I'm gonna blink and it's gonna be over. Like yeah. I have way busy, too much going on. I have a charity event uh, next week that pretty much takes up the entire week. And then we have like planning for 2023, which is going to be a massive waste of time. Uh, but I got to sit through and be bored. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Thanksgiving, and I'm going out on vacation shortly after that. So it's going to be like December, no time, man. Eh? Yeah. 
like vacation just like taking time off from work or are you, are you planning on going somewhere uh, we're gonna go to the smokies Sick. yeah I, I was just there in may that's awesome dude yeah we, I've, I've never been it's a place my wife used to visit growing up all the time so it'll be fun are you going to pigeon forge uh, a couple places i think that was one of them we're going to Dollywood, yeah. Dollywood, Dollywood one day or something like that. All that whole, that whole shit. Yeah. All this interesting shit. Like yeah. <laughs> T fifty two. I've always liked, I've always liked the T fifty two more than the number nine. When it comes to Ligas, but that H ninety nine. Fuck man, that thing, that was like. I had a just absurdly delicious cigar, that H99 Toro that I smoked. That uh, that 10-year that you sent, Michael, the anniversary or anniversario, that's a fantastic mm -hmm. cigar, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know. I know. I know. I know, man. I know. Jesus. All right. Got a little yeah, visitor yeah. there. Yep. No, man, that's uh... – <laughs> that anniversary is really good. Yeah. And it's th that uses a hybrid wrapper too, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Damn good smoke. How, how are the comments section doing? Are we popping off or is it slowing down right now? We slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Used to stream it off your phone, Michael, or Matt. Just what like was that off the off the browser? Are you still streaming off your browser on your phone? Yeah, yeah. Um, before, because uh, Michael did a did like a, a direct link from Instagram this time yeah. uh, to to go to Streamyard, but it, it gave me the option to copy it and put it into the Safari browser on on my phone. Whereas before, um, I had to go through like the the, the Gmail app to, oh. you know, when I was checking my email, and then it opened up the Safari app within my Gmail app. So it was like really convoluted. Weird. But now, now I'm just on Safari on my phone. Gotcha. <laughs> so you guys, you guys think your uh, your list are locked in at this point? If you started your list for the cigars for 2022, best cigars. I haven't even thought about it, but it's same the end of October. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I take that back. I guess that I kind of, I kind of wrote up like going back through some of my reviews, just like what really stuck out, and then I just left it on the paper, you know. And I'm gonna mm -hmm. probably go back again further this month and see like for November where I stand, and then like I still have to review. The Placencia Amorforte, the Toro, Eduardo, and a yeah. couple of other ones that I think, you know, can. And then I also, as we talked about, you know, in the last live stream, I have to, like, figure out if, like, Placencia gets kind of its own category. What my idea was, was I was thinking that I was going to use 54 as the, the ring gauge. So everything above 54 and everything 54 and below. We're going to be in two separate categories, and I yeah. thought that that might be a unique wrinkle 
for the end of the year. That's cool. That's unique. And it, like, have, have you like uh, come up with like a, a solid number of of cigars that you want to have on each list? I think that like three and three with an honorable mention or two for each category, you know, that basically makes it 10 overall and, you know, five, yeah. five on each side. Mm-hmm. That's cool, dude. I've not, I've never thought about like, you know, categorizing it by ring gauge. That's really cool. Yeah. That, that was what I was thinking would be like the, the most fair, right? Because if, I just do the whole thing. Then it's like, well, if the Placencia Amaforte does really good and the year of the, the year of the tiger did so well, like those are two Placencia cigars that can take up slots. Whereas if they're duking it out with each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or, or they're in their own individual categories, maybe. I don't know. The, one, the 149 is in that same size too, isn't it? I think the 149. It's uh, it's a. I have it right here. Let me see if it says it on the, on the the cellophane. It is a six by fifty-two. Gotcha. So as a guapa. But you had it. You had it in like the. Look at chunky size. Yeah, it was like a like a four and a half or something by sixty, right? Yeah. I want to try it in that size. I'm liking that sixty ring gauges are becoming way more popular, which is is dope. That's the size I like. They are like every pr- pretty much like any any blend that comes out from like you know any like decent amount of production cigar, this could have a six sixty. Yeah. This could have a sixty ring gauge size. Yeah. I think I think that's yeah, like a, the, yeah, and like the the Olmex, they have a six sixty of that that one too. They're good as long as they burn. This one is staying less lit than the nine by ninety did. Is that the the Uber still the Oktoberfest? <laughs> yeah, it's it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I've I've saw so many reviews about the nine ninety talking about. It was hard to manage, and it wasn't at all. I don't know if people just aren't used to large ring gauges, but keep it lit and it stays lit. It's a shit ton of tobacco. It's not going to go out unless you let it go out. Yeah. <coughs> that's Only if like, it's wet. Yeah, well, that's like half of what Cigar's daily review was, was how hard it was to manage. I'm like, that and dick jokes. And I'm like, it was really fine, man. It was... It really wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're like picturing yourself just getting reamed by it, like you're you're okay. It's a cigar. <laughs> yeah, not a good picture. Ah, <clears throat> oh, <laughs> uh, change of topic. Change of topic. <laughs> Hmm. Well, that's that that cigars daily though. I mean, he's he's a character. Yeah. Well, that, the the thing that I, I watched uh, after I think uh, Johnny left that comment, I went back and watched that video, and he acts like surprised as to what how he's gonna score his own fucking rating. I said, like, "We'll see what this is gonna get." I'm like, okay. <laughs> 
Let's cross our fingers and see how this <laughs> yeah. personally. Guy who's gonna give us the answer. Yeah. Like what's what's his what is his rating system? It's just numbers. I it's that little book you can buy from him. I think he basically like of, of like whatever the the cigar uh, aficionado's rating system is. Is it a, is it a ten point scale? Is that a hundred point scale? Hundred point. Okay, so like like CA. Yeah. Like it's a, it's the same exact thing, and then it's all oh, it's always dramatic as far as like what it matters for his own personal experience. Yeah. All right. You guys, you guys see that they uh, they came out with more mortal coils, Arcana mortal coils. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, I know. Ke I know. Keelan. He was like a couple live streams ago. He was saying that he really wanted to try one, and I think he was bombed with a couple too. So he he can try one. But um, but yeah, it's just weird how like out of nowhere that limited cigar is just like you know back, you know, and it's it's here again. I I, I when I was smoking, I the, I remember and I, I talked about it and I even titled it, "Why does this cigar exist?" Because it's nothing that's completely unique except for their marketing around it. As far as the one I got, but even when I did, I had people like, well, it's cause you didn't do this. You didn't do that. I'm like, there shouldn't be specific instructions for a cigar unless it should come with it. When you buy it. Like, yeah. If you that have was, to, uh, D loves video. Yeah. D loves video was, you know, if you're going to have all of these cigars that smoke differently at different humidity, then, you should really, as a manufacturer, explain to people, you know, maybe with like a little insert in the box or something like, yeah. hey, you know, this is optimal. Yeah. Look yeah. for this. Do it's this. Gotta yeah. be, it, it, all the way down to singles because not everyone buys boxes. Like I just walked in and local shop has a like, this is the new section. And I went, hey, that has foil on the band and kind of looks pretty. I'll buy this. And that's the only reason I right. picked it up. And I had no idea you had to do it a specific way. I'm like, it's a cigar. It had no instructions besides <laughs> smoke, smoke it. Yeah. Right. It, it shouldn't. But, yeah, I mean, with all the different varietals and different types of tobacco there are, like, some of them will smoke differently and be more optimal at different RHs. Yeah. It's just the way it is. But, really, they should all smoke. You should be able to like light up any cigar the same way and get a you know a similar experience like as far as what the what the cigar should be, you know you it's it's idiot proofing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Matt, if you don't mind me or uh, Rodriguez, how did he do you dirty? If you don't mind uh, elaborating. Oh yeah, let's throw that one back up there. <clears throat> I'm interested to know. Let's go as deep into this question as possible, please. Yeah, Matt. Being that you are be, being that you are the most recent uh, poster in the yeah. last few <laughs> minutes. Let's unpack oh, this. Man. Dude, this Michael man, this thing is damn good. What what year was this, Michael? What what year was this? Two thousand seventeen. I want to say. 2000, okay. 2017. You would think that I would remember years. off the top of my head since I just did the review last week, but it was a week. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. The Michael. I believe it was 2017. Let's see. The Michael. 
That would be 2017, good sir. You're right. This is this is good. I could I I can imagine this being a little little punchy like early on in this cigar's life. Yeah, and uh, that was when I had like kind of given up on the monster series, so I didn't even smoke it uh, when yeah. it came out. Your namesake. So I, uh, yeah, I had to I had to source it secondhand. So go figure. But it, yeah. it was worth the wait, right? It was. This thing is damn good right now. Mm-hmm. I am really enjoying it. Thank, thank you, Michael. Oh, you're welcome. It can't be as bad as the movie. <laughs> I will, yeah, you and I, we, we were going back and forth on that one. That was, that was a little rough. Halloween ends. Mm. Yeah. That was the only Halloween-esque movie I really watched this year. You yeah, know I'm not going to watch it. I had, um, what did we watch? We watched the first episode of American Horror Story this past week that came out. The New yeah. York City one. Um, that's okay. It's nothing special. And then um, there was, uh, God, what else did we watch just, just the other night? I wanted to watch, um, It's eluding me. Oh, that's right. Guillermo del Toro's thing that just came out on Netflix. The um, the four parter. We saw the first episode of that. Oh, last okay. week. That was. That I had was no good. idea. Okay. Yeah, I, I had no idea that he had uh, anything new. New house. That's cool. Yeah, I saw them advertising on those. Yeah, I think that he's the producer. I don't think that he directed or maybe wrote everything, wrote. but yeah, he's he definitely produced it, and it's decent. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I typically do like Hubie Halloween. I'll do like dude, one episode. Dude, I was gonna I was gonna say that, man. I was like, my wife, my wife and I are planning to watch that tomorrow. It's it's such a fucking funny movie. I, I like it. I, I I have to say I like it for what it is. Dude, dude, the mom shirts like that. Like each time, like she's wearing another shirt. Like it's so fucking funny. I shaved my balls for this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love it. That and dude. his thermos, his thermos that has all the contraptions <laughs> to it. I'm just like, oh yeah. man, this is so so money. So stupid. Yeah. So stupid. Hubie Dubois. Yeah, Dubois. <laughs> uh, you got you got a dress box of Michaels at your local shop? All right. You, you hit me up on Instagram, at Master Ash. We'll figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it happen. I have CBD soda water. That's payment. <laughs> make a trade. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> How's that? How's that pipe going, Michael? You know what? It's probably the first time that I've smoked out of it in at least five years, maybe maybe longer. Um, it's you know the tobacco by Warped is really nice. The because um, I don't have like an actual blend on the one that I'm smoking, but it says in the Scarecrow from this year that it's aged Virginia's. Um, Burley's and Red Virginia Cavendish, and Cavendish is always like one of my 
it was always one of my favorites. There was like this blend that the local cigar shop by my house used to have that was called the Magnificent Seven and it had a whole bunch of Cavendish to it, English blend. It was really mm-hmm. nice. So, yeah, I dig it. I mean, they, I, I haven't tried an Eagle's Descent or really much from Warped from the cigar side. So I don't really have a lot to, to kind of put together with it. I did try the Stillwell Star, the yeah. one that I had. It was a bit fresh because it was at PCA last year, and I haven't mm-hmm. gone back to it, but I really want to try out the whole line. I know that Sokka, Sokka has an, a limited edition in that lineup that came out, too. He posted it on Instagram this past week. So Okay. Yeah. That'll be interesting. All right, here we go. You guys got the first part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we have we have some dry issues and some hard spots. Okay, so Matt, you're just basically saying that possibly the temperature and the the condition of the cigar was compromised. Yeah. And I'm guessing their customer service wasn't uh, all that helpful. Too busy editing videos, man. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never personally bought anything from them, so I can't speak to it myself. But I think yeah, they're in Arizona never... too, right? Yeah. I, be- I believe so. Yeah, they're in they're in Arizona. I think Zeal is as well. Uh, I've smoked a couple of their cigars because they were sent into the channel. I think by Johnny, of all people, or past that cap, one of the two. They're all right. I like the the box press rebellion. I think the most. I think also Cigar King Club is in Arizona. Yeah, they're in Scottsdale. Uh, I should Mm. have their next box on Monday. Nice. And um, Lunger, was that DJ? Oh, I got the note. So I'll post that one sooner than the end of the month. I got the last October package early, and then more videos just kept popping up, and it kept getting pushed back and back and back. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't want to do two unboxings in a week. I'm like, uh you got to break that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Luxury Cigar Club, they're also in Arizona. A lot, of, a lot of online retailers in Arizona. Yeah. Maybe it's a tax thing? Probably. Could be. Seems, seems like a tax-friendly state. Mm-hmm. More so than California, especially. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Like I, I can't buy I can't buy from any any company that sells retail online in California because it's like insane like thirty percent tax. It's stupid. Jeez. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Damn. All right. Yeah, let, let it sit in your humidor for a couple of weeks, but we can only help you after 24 hours. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I can only I can only recommend at this point to get a, a perfect draw to help with tight draws if cigars you know seem plugged because it, it can it can like save a cigar. It's unfortunate that you have to deal with that to begin with because all cigars should have perfect construction. All cigars should be hundred percent smokable from the get go. But you know, perfect draw is a good band aid to have just in case. Hmm. Damn. This cigar is finishing up very well. <clears throat> so you gonna light up something else, Michael? Yeah, I think so. I think that I think that I'm good for one more. I know that DJ, you said that you have till about midnight your time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is around 45 minutes, yeah. About 45 minutes to smoke a little one. Yeah. I'm going to see what I have in my pack over here. I think that I have a little tiny guy. Yeah, I brought a villager this time. So I could be part of the cool kids club. Last time I was missing out. <laughs> nice, man. <clears throat> what uh, what are... beer were you drinking? Uh, it's the last two of these. Mm. <laughs> the Michelob's. Yeah. Your ultras. Nice. I had a little California pizza port tonight. I had the bacon and eggs, which is their uh, their imperial coffee stout. Cool. Yeah, it's from Carl. He heavy beer. Yeah, I, yeah. I these last years. So the the like whatever his leftovers beer were were last lasted like six months. No, the three months. It was June that it came out or July or something like that. I remember. Yeah. Nice. Fuck, fuck, Michael. You're a you're a Mets fan, right? Yankees, Yankees. Yeah. Okay. So e either way, you're fucked. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's and were, you guys were you guys sweat? We were by the by the by the uh, the Astros, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sucks, sir, dude. Hey, at least your Giants are still doing well. Hey man, they're it's, they're the one the one bright spot that I got going right now is uh, they're playing a tough Seattle team, man. Seattle's been playing tough tomorrow, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. They're doing so much better than Russell Wilson's team right now, and I'm loving it because <laughs> they're in my division. So you know, the more that the more everybody else sucks in my division, the better it is for me. Oh yeah, and you guys just got Kadarius Tony from us, your Chiefs. I see. I saw that. I heard he's a kind of a like a like a like character issues and just kind of doesn't really take it that seriously. He's a Giants wide receiver, man. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, we, we are we are capable of drafting immense talent like Plaxico, like Odell, and like Kadarius Tony. And sometimes, you know, they just uh, they have other interests than simply going out there and playing the best football that they're capable of. But I mean, if you needed uh, an answer for not having to rekill, if he's healthy and he plays, 
you have the possibility of him being something similar in some way, shape, or form. From what I've seen in the small sample size, right? We only got to watch 12 games out of the possible 24 in the last year and a half. But, dude, with was Mahomes he suspended? And that team, no, he was injured. <laughs> he was injured. Okay. He was injured. Yeah, he had um, he had a little tiny injury coming out of college and into the pros, and then just like Odell, you know, like Odell missed his first four games of his rookie year, and then yeah. he uh, he started playing and he looked amazing, and he got injured right away, took a lot of hits, and he's not that big as far as a frame goes of a of a wide receiver. But, um, yeah. yeah, he took some injuries and couldn't finish out the season strong. And then, mm-hmm. you know, start of this season, it was like he didn't want to go to the voluntary workouts in camp. The new coaching regime was kind of pissed off about that. You could just tell based off of all the social yeah. media stuff. And then it was like it was one of those where he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing. And you're like, wait, hold on. His injury at the beginning of the season wasn't that serious. So... <laughs> There has to be a reason for it. And then What's it was up? like, yeah. yeah, we're trading them. Yeah. Yeah. And like the Chiefs, the Chiefs, they take on a lot of players that have character issues just with the the hope of especially Andy Reid being such a player's coach of like being able to like rehab them and like get their head on straight. Yeah. Um I know we had Josh Gordon. I think we had Josh Gordon last year. For a little bit, um, but you know, didn't really pan out too much. Um, Le'Veon, yeah, I thought, yeah, Le'Veon Bell. But I heard like after like Le'Veon left the team, I is he still playing anywhere? I don't think so. Maybe the yeah, like, for a short stint, he went afterwards, and then he stopped, or the, or Baltimore, and then and then he and then he's done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard like after after his tenure in KC, he was talking smack on Andy Reid, and nobody talks smack on Andy Reid because you know everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. But I guess I guess he had issues with him. I mean, I love Andy Reid. I think that he's an amazing <laughs> coach, and he was he was Philly's coach for the long time, you know. And we don't like the Eagles, so there you, there you go. And you still liked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he had he had Terrell Owens, he had uh, Donovan McNabb. I mean, they were great. Those teams. Yeah, I mean, they got to the Super Bowl and got to the NFC Championship multiple times. Yep, was it like four times? I think four times consecutively, too. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were pretty amazing. Yeah, but we'll see. I'm looking forward to the Seattle game tomorrow. Where is it? It's in Seattle. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a it's, it's a little bit more difficult there. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna freaking light up and I'm gonna let me grab my pack. Uh, see what uh, I'm gonna finish strong with. Yep. Oh shit. All right, DJ, out of these two, Olmec Claro or Don Carlos number two? I'll do the Olmec. Do the Olmec? We'll see. We'll see what uh, Michael says. He'll be the, you know, deciding factor here. 
So I had the Olmec. I had the Maduro last night, and I did my review for that. I have not had the Claro, but if it's anything like the Maduro, you should definitely have the Olmec. <laughs> That's awesome. What uh, what size of the Olmec? The Toro. The Toro. Can't go wrong. No, it was really good. It was definitely solid. Let's see what we got here. I'm actually going to go get my other pack. So DJ, like, so I know you said you don't you don't buy cigars that often typically, but have you ever like uh, bought consistently like cigars online, or do you just like go to stores mostly? B and M's. Uh, I usually go to stores. I bought online twice. Once from Cigars.com. That's when it showed up moldy. And the other time was from uh, Famous Smokes. And it was only because I wanted to try the Rough Rider Sweets, and I did not realize the shop down the road had them. So I bought a five-pack of that. Uh, and that's when I was looking at, like, cheaper uh, sweet-tip-flavored cigars when mm -hmm. I first started doing reviews. Um, and then, yeah, uh, there's a shop in Grapevine, so, like, maybe 20 minutes down the road. It has three different rooms. They have like a, a high-end room, an everyday cigar, and then they have a cheap room in the back that they don't really tell people about. And that cheap room yeah. in the back has like everything that I was looking for. And that's where I did a lot of my, my first reviews was from that back room because I was looking for affordable cigars. But I don't love a lot of the brick and mortars around me. They're very stuck up for what they are. And like if you don't buy enough cigars from them they kind of treat you like crap and then depending on what they buy they're very judgy on oh okay i guess you can get that what you got michael little tabernacle havana seed nice i'm looking for the one that uh the coral one that i bought recently but i'm gonna review that one nice hmm. That's another cigar I haven't I haven't tried yet. I did have the the, fig, the Goliath though, in that blend. I think it's the same blend, just a different size, right? The Goliath and the Havana Seed you have? Yeah, it's it's just a different size. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because they do the David and the Goliath and the Havana Seed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, boys, 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 boys. <laughs> Lighting up your villager, DJ? Yeah, I wanted to taste something different. <laughs> so what was, uh, was the Oktoberfest just, was it not performing well, like, flavor-wise? No, it was fine. It just didn't change. Like, and it's been two hours smoking it at this point. So wanted to try something different. 
I took my headphone out, so I don't know what you guys were talking about as far as an issue. I think he's talking about uh, Rodriguez, the cigar stated. Nah. So we're still on customer service? Was... Uh, yeah. in, in, in the comments, we got... Uh, thing okay, back. I apologize. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know that, like, you know, if you go to a brick and mortar, right, and you pick a stick out, and you have an immense amount of draw issues or whatever, most of the time, if they're a pretty cool brick and mortar, they'll be like, hey, go over there, grab yeah, another okay. stick. You know, get another yeah. stick. Um, in my experience, at least, uh, that's that's been the case. But it's kind of hard when you are shipping cigars because of the fact that, number one, they don't know how the cigar was kept. They sure. don't know what happened during shipping, you know, and it's not to say, uh, Matt Rodriguez, that, you know, you did anything wrong on your part. It's just to say that they have no idea of validating it, right? Whereas somebody who's walking into their shop, smoking a cigar, they go, okay, it must have been, you know, something wrong with how the cigars were shipped to us, or it was something wrong with, you know, our, our shop yeah. and how we were holding them. So, oh. yeah, there's and just the, there's so many variables, right? The dilemma there is is that it's a personable personality online that runs the shop. So, if you build yeah. that, what, what's, what's that thing uh, where it's the phrase where you develop a relationship with someone you don't actually know because you watch their videos? Parasocial. Yeah. So, because that's how the whole online personas are it's like yeah I, I bought from my buddy's shop is how that relationship right. is perceived when it's yeah. not so that way but that's the way it's perceived by design mm -hmm. yeah yeah just the way it's set up yeah that sucks and michael do you do you find do you do you buy most of your cigars at bnms or online or is it like I, even even mix. I always try to buy from my local brick and mortars just because of the fact that out here in Las Vegas, we just don't have a lot of stuff that's off the strip that is conducive for cigar smokers. Right. Yeah. I mean, we have, we have two in Fuego stores on pretty much one adjacent to the strip, one in the Henderson area of town, which is like 20 minutes off the strip. And then we have a couple of outlying stores, I would say probably about three or four that are off strip. And then you have like Davidoff, you have Casa Fuente, you have Eight Lounge on the strip, right? As like the three major uh, cigar shops on the strip that you can go and enjoy cigars. And um, for me, it's, you know, it's something where like on the strip, you know that you're getting charged strip pricing off the strip. Mm -hmm. Most of them do a good job of just adhering to the 30% tobacco tax that we have and not really gouging it from that point forward. Mm -hmm. However, with those stores being that two of them are owned by the same person and the other ones are smaller in terms of how, how much space they have in their humidor, we don't always have a lot of boutique brands, especially because it's Vegas and most of the places that do sell cigars in Las Vegas, they want to carry the brands that have the bigger footprints, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of my boutique stuff I buy online. And when I want the Monte Cristo Espadas, when I want the Drew Estates, when I want 
the Arturo Fuentes, I can just go down to the store, the Tatuajes even, because they're, you know, they're no longer really a boutique uh, brand, you know, just like my father. Um, you know, I yeah. can go to my local shops and pick those up. But if I want mm-hmm. something like, uh, if I want something that's not foundation, and if I want something that is not, if I want the Viajes, like I have one store. And if they don't get it, I got to buy it online. You know, yeah. if, if there's like a, a dissident or if there's a black work studio, I have one store. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pick and choose because of the brand. <clears throat> it's like, isn't it funny to think like Tatuaje is no longer like boutique anymore? They're, they're just, they just, they've grown so much. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Okay. My, my headphone just went out. Yeah. Yeah. Loud, loud, loud and clear. Okay, cool. They just had to switch to the laptop audio. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild that they're no longer boutique. It's it's funny, and like I, I remember, like when I first started smoking, trying to find tatuajes was like a treasure hunt, you know. And like like into I had no money when I first started smoking, so like trying to buy. A single at that time, especially online, was pretty much impossible, especially at a really boutique brand like Tatuaje at the time. But, like, it was that Tatuaje's and Illusiones were like a treasure hunt back in the day of yeah. trying to find those cigars. And now, I'd say, I'd say Illusiones kind of in the same boat as far as like, you know, you know, being so widely available, it's kind of hard to like determine them as being boutique at this point Mm -hmm. um to answer the question yes i i have i've been to fumari twice once was um when both times were when i was visiting frey ranch (laughs) up in fallon nevada but um the shop is basically maybe 10 minutes away from the reno airport the fumari store and uh, I went in 2019 for the first time visiting Frey Ranch on a one day trip. And we basically we went we went up to Reno. We went to Fallon and then we drove back and we stopped at Fumari and had a cigar before we caught our flight back to Vegas because it was just a day trip for work to go and visit yeah. Frey Ranch Distillery. And then I was invited to Frey Ranch just last month and I posted the uh, Allegra. The Allegria? Allegria. Yeah, Allegria. Yeah, Allegria. Yeah. Um, that's what I had at Fumari. But it was really, it was kind of weird because of the fact that um, I didn't sleep more than like an hour, two hours the night before. Because my flight was at 6 a.m. And it was specifically so that I could get there. I could go down and have breakfast with my buddy Rob from Frey Ranch. And then go over to Fumari and have a uh, have a cigar at Fumari before we went up to Frey Ranch for the day. So I specifically yeah. moved my flight up from 9 a.m. to like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. so that I could fit a cigar in. Yeah. That's right. That's dedication, man. Yeah. Yeah. The Allegria was nice. And they had um they had an eye of the shark that I have in my in my bag up there. Um that I purchased there for like 18 bucks, which was awesome. Not bad. That's 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 really good. Yeah, Dion keeps his prices very, uh, very nice and tight to the MSRP. Yeah, 
And speaking of uh, speaking of limited edition uh, Fuentes, I'm looking forward to your take on the sophisticated hooker, Michael. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that review has been shot. Oh man, that's I, once again. I, I, I'm not. I don't want to ask you about your you know your thoughts on it because you know your review hasn't come out yet. But like, it was for how limited and rare that cigar is. I didn't. I wasn't blown away by it. But I'm ho- I'm hoping in that size and that figurado that it changes it up a little bit. Yeah. I think that uh, my buddy Devarash, he handed me a Queen of Hearts at the, the uh, short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He handed me one of those at uh, the Sticks and Kicks event this past Wednesday, so that'll be nice. the second one that comes out. But the Sophisticated Hooker was, you know, I kind of, I feel like I see what they're doing what's going on, like what the long-term kind of play is with that line. And it makes total sense. It just, it's one of those that still just needs some time, man. Yeah. You know, it still needs some time. Um, But I think that, I think that overall, like it's, it's not going to be Opus X changing life-changing like opus x was for the brand but the brand also doesn't need that you know no they don't they don't don't. uh did you did you smoke the queen of hearts not yet not yet just this is a sophisticated hooker okay a question for both you guys what is the best and your most favorite fuente cigar you have ever smoked it, it it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be like the the blend in general, but like the one specific best Fuente and obviously Opus included, the best Fuente cigar you've ever smoked. I haven't smoked a ton, but I think I like the Hemingway the best. Great great cigar, fantastic, and just the the natural the Cameroon. Yeah yeah the Cameroon. Uh, you, Michael. I would say like the original, the original Anejo line was my favorite for a while. A uh, combination between like the fifty fives and the Sharks, the seventy sevens. Those were, those were definitely my favorite back in the day. I feel as though they, they've kind of changed. Um, with how much I appreciate them now because i just don't think that they're that big of a deal now even with the Mm -hmm. amount of age on them like they're they're good they're just not great and maybe it's just because my tastes have changed a lot and maybe it's because Mm -hmm. of the fact that there really weren't maduro cigars at the time that were as exceptional flavor wise as those nuance you know um so there's there's that and I think that if I had to like point to something, I think that it would be like the old Don Carlos number twos, the number fours, like those are, those are really exceptional sticks. And like everything in the Don, Don Carlos line, I feel consistently has been tremendous. Yeah. Consistently so good. Yeah. I'd probably go with those. I also, I was a big fan of the Rosados too. 
Those are good. Underrated. Very underrated. The King and the Queen Bees and stuff like that. Those were really good cigars. Yeah. 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 Mine, mine would probably be it was a like an Opus X Robusto with like 13 years of age on it. It was just it was like it was like smoking cinnamon bread. It was it was so fucking amazing. Those little Power Rangers, the Triple X. Those yeah. with a couple of years of age on them, like three to five years. I mean, those are those are exceptional sticks. Yeah, yeah. DJ, have you ever ever, uh, ever had an Opus before? I have not. Mm. I think I've only smoked like three or four Fuente cigars. Okay, they're good, man. They're good. That's what I've been told. About. When I first started, and I'd, I'd go to shops, and they all look exactly the same, and I have no idea, like, what's what? They're, they're not consumer-friendly. <laughs> I look at a wall, I'm like, okay, these all have various prices, and I pick up a cigar, and it would just say AF on it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I never wanted to, like, ask, hey, explain this entire line of cigars to me, so I just go buy something else. But I know yeah. everyone loves them. I haven't met a lot of people who, who talk bad about Fuente day cigars. I mean, they have a whole day of the week dedicated to them. <laughs> Fuente Friday, man. Mm -hmm. Until Flavor Fridays takes over. That's it. <laughs> I just have to actually do that. I'm there in full support, man. You know, I, got, I got a bunch of fun ones. I just haven't done. I have one. I have to smoke this fall because it is as as, as uh, Keelan was like. It's it's pumpkin spice flavored, so it's, it's a like PSL, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the last one. I have a pumpkin one that Sean sent me in the bomb that I recorded today. He also sent me one of your uh, headless horsemen's too that you you talked about. Dude, so those are nice. I'm looking forward to that. But he sent over this other Ezra Zion, this pumpkin cream one nice. in Lancero. So. Yeah, Ezra is that Zion. flavored? I shit, damn if I know. I don't think I don't think they are. But if you if you read the like uh, write ups they have for them, they'll have like forty different flavors on the cigars. It's like, yeah, you'll experience this. This is, and you read them up, you're like, yeah, okay. When smoking the headless horseman, I'm like, sure, shit, I've pretty much picked up all that. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one day when they first came out, they were distributed by Emilio, I believe, Gary Griffith's company. And I remember meeting him down in, uh, just coincidentally meeting him down in Nicaragua when I was down there. So super, super cool down-to-earth guys. Yeah. Their, uh, their stuff goes fast. That's awesome. Yeah. I've never had an Ezra Zion, so I'm looking forward to actually smoking those. Yeah. yeah. They're they're sweet by reputation at least. Uh, the the mo uh, chocolate mousse I have, I need to do a review on that too. That's a really good cigar. Hmm. Chocolate mousse sounds good for obvious reasons. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a flavor note that that Matt uh, thoroughly enjoys picking up. Dude, yes, because that that obviously constitutes a creamy smoke texture too, which oh yeah, I fucking love. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, lit it up. And I was like, "There's no way," and sure, I'm like, "Yeah, on the nose." It's the name. 
Tommy, if you've been smoking Cubans for 20 years, I mean, I would say you can't go wrong with most of the natural line of Fuentes, but also, uh, I mean, that Don Carlos Eye of the Shark, I mean, that's a... Yeah, that one has a nice touch of cream to it, and some some nutty components, big time too, that you'll probably appreciate as a Cuban cigar fan. What uh, what Cubans do you enjoy smoking the most? Would be the question that I would throw back to you. Good question. That's another, that's another thing too. Like for me, in talking about Fuente, right? I remember. I remember everybody going crazy over the Opus stuff when I first got started in cigars, right? Like 2004, 2005-ish, right? Everybody was still talking about the Fuente Opus line. And I had had some that were really good, but they were so spicy to me at the time because I had mostly been smoking Cuban cigars up in, you know, around that, that 2004 to 2007 point. So I just, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't as into it back when they were readily available because of the fact that they were so spicy to me. Yeah. Ah, uh, Partagas. Okay, I see it. See it now. And par Partagas are, are more more spicy for Cubans, right? They're more yeah. like fuller body. Yeah, they're definitely fuller body. So yeah, you'll be fine with, uh, with the Don Carlos line and the Opus line for sure, I would say. Probably even the Hemingway line. Yeah, because uh, Don Carlos is kind of like an amped up Hemingway, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, Don Carlos number two, like the you know, Hemingway signature. Um, even like like the is it is it eight nine eight or eight five? I think it's eight nine eight. Like the eight nine eights, like little like the eight five eights, like a uh, Monsdale ish cigars, cheap. They're freaking tasty as hell. Yeah. It's good smokes. But obviously Opus, you know, and DJ, we gotta we gotta make that happen. You, you gotta try an Opus, like at some point. You know, and it's just it is it is a very distinct flavor profile, but it is it's you gotta try it. Like it's just it's so it's its own thing. Oh, that's another going back to the question that we had earlier about like uh, what you're looking forward to smoking. So I bought the Toast Across America 2022s that had the uh, Julius Caesar shark and the um, the Opus shark. So I have those yeah. coming soon too. I'm looking forward to trying those. Have, have you have you had them yet? Uh, like previous years? Neither one. The Julius. This is what I'll tell you. The Julius Caesar shark is better off the bat so like if, if you know with age obviously the the taa the Toast across america opus that'll get even better but off the bat the, the jc shark is is fantastic the etu brute mm -hmm. yeah i'll definitely do that one first then I've been looking forward to that one. I haven't, like, I don't really remember jumping into the Julius Caesar lineup, but I still see those regularly. The Julius yeah, Caesar. I, like Ju Julius Caesar, like they they're solid. Like they they don't, you know, the, it's a fairly consistent cigar too from beginning to end. But um, that shark is just it's a it's another cigar. Like it's a in a, in a good way. Like it's just. It amps it up. It's a, just a more dynamic cigar, and it's 
overall just twice as enjoyable than all the other sizes, in my opinion. You know, another good cigar, Tommy, that you might enjoy um, that I thoroughly enjoyed back in the day was the Diamond Crown Maximus line that Fuente produced. That has got some really nice kind of oaky cedar spice notes to it for a non-like Fuente brand name, but under the Fuente umbrella. Still made by Fuente, yeah. Yeah, that was that was always a solid lineup. Didn't they just re-release that one? I believe so. So. Yeah. yeah, great. The the Maximus, always fantastic choice. Especially those those age very well too. So he has had Puente before, just you know. Just remember the correlation right now. Mm-hmm. Dude, these tabernacle Havana seeds, man, they I think that I might like them better than just like the standard kind of uh, tabernacles. And those are still made at uh, at AJ's, right? Yeah. 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 I really like these. Hmm. Yeah, this all next good. Not as good as a Maduro, but this thing is still freaking really good. <laughs> Yeah, I went back in and I grabbed the Maduro because I had grabbed the Claro first. And I was in there grabbing a Shaolin that I got to send over to EKB. Yeah. And I have my one brick and mortar that carries Blackwork Studio. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, that's pretty That's pretty niche. Like, I don't know. Of, well, probably, you know what? Small batch. They probably carried it, like, within a driving distance from me. But that's a, that's a pretty niche brand for, for a B&M to carry. Small batch cigars is that by you? Uh, there. Ever heard of Maximar? Yeah. Maximar is small batch. Oh, okay, makes sense. Yes, and Maximar is up in Orange, off of uh, shit, uh, Chapman. Uh, DJ may be familiar with Chapman Street, Chapman Avenue. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the that's the first like B and M that I that I walked into that I was just like sensory overload. Then like back in the day, just like having all like seriously not knowing any of the brands in there, and it's just a phenomenal place. Phenomenal place. That's cool. I think that like it's um it's one of those things where it's like a kid, right? You know, when you first start smoking cigars and you go into a cigar shop, there's so many brands, there's so many different choices, there's so many different things. And then like, you know, the more ingrained into the industry you get and the more that you start smoking cigars, it becomes less and less overwhelming, right? Yeah. But there's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy to think that there are more now because of the rise of small batch than there ever were before. Than there ever has been, yeah. Than there ever has yeah. been. Absolutely. Yeah, just imagine walking into the hobby now without any context. Oh, yeah. It'd be, it'd be insane. It, oh, yeah. it would take like... It would take like five years to find a brand like Castagli, you know? Oh, dude, seriously. And like the thing is, is that there's so many good boutique brands now. There's so many like, 
I mean, imagine how long it would take for you to smoke a Crowned Heads and, uh, you know, how many different labels that Crowned Heads produces that you would you would smoke and not even realize until you really dove into it. Yeah, that, oh, these come from the same company. Right. The Bygone. Never heard of it. Same. Who's it made by? Or is that just uh, the name of the brand? What's uh, what's one cigar you had recently that you were disappointed by? Uh, you had high hopes. I don't think that it was the cigar's fault, but definitely the uh, the Viaje Private Keep, the lemon. You know, I felt like that one needed some time to, like, chill out, and I only bought one. I was kind of pissed that I did that. Lived up to its name. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah. What about you, DJ? Uh, it didn't disappoint me, but I was surprised at how weak it was. It was the uh, Rune Nation, what is it, the Armory? Armada? Something like that. Armada. Big, Armada. Big ass cigar gold wrapper. Incredibly light. It was very surprising. Like really? For for yeah, for a man of war. I was like, oh. Okay. Huh. Wasn't bad, it was just surprising. Oh, the one that disappointed me was the uh La Aroma de Cuba Mia Mor Reserva. It tasted like nothing when I smoked it. Really? You guys both really? smoked La Roma de Cuba. Or no, you smoked La Gloria Cubana, and then you smoked La Aroma de Cuba. Yeah. yeah. I, and every time I've done La Aroma, the best one is the, the cheapest one. Like the base model. And that's the only, Don't buy any other ones. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah, just the, the, red, the red foot band. Just stick like with that. Just, just buy that and be done. Like, like everything else, I'm like, yeah, oh, this one costs more money. It's not as good. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, The... What's it called? The Noblesse? The La Roma de Cuba Noblesse? Yeah, I haven't had that That's, one. It's that is that is a fantastic cigar. It's it's the most it is the most expensive one. And I I have one. So the next you know, next time something comes out your way, that may have to be in there. But that's like um it's a very high end, my father just tasty ass cigar. Very Cuban esque too. That's the green band? No, that's uh, the, that's the that's a it's a it's a like a, a powder blue band. Okay. Yeah, the passion the passion's green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is okay. Not a bad cigar. How about the uh, how about the recent film by uh, Pete getting like what was it fifty thousand views its first month? Hand rolled. Hand rolled. Yeah. That was really nice. Dude, that was that was awesome to see. They did a nice job with that. I think yeah. we got halfway through that today. I still got to finish probably like the last twenty minutes. Yeah, we were awesome carving, video. We were carving pumpkins, and uh, one of them was like fucking spaghetti inside. So I was trying to pull out all the seeds, and I'm like, I need something on just while I do this because it took me. Like thirty minutes to go through that damn pumpkin, <laughs> and then 
we carved it from the bottom because apparently that's what you're supposed to do. And all that did was make it so anything that was hanging down could catch on fire. <laughs> yeah. So I was just raking everything out of it, man. Yeah. And I, I saw I saw the comment pop up that that's a it's a good invite, dude. I've never heard of that cigar. And I think you you said the the name of the brand too. I no idea. Never heard of it. Yeah. It was a good PR piece for that as well. Mm -hmm. It's important. Mm -hmm. And that's something that like Rock Michelle, he doesn't get enough credit for because he is so embedded in like the politics of cigars because he was a lawyer, you know? So like when it comes to like the litigation stuff with like, you know, all the, 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 all the acts that they try to pass to, with more taxes on cigars and he's like one of the main main figures in the cigar industry fighting against that he, he doesn't get enough credit for that well that was why i kind of brought up the whole entire insurance thing with everybody earlier in the week offline and for those watching this like you know on the replay of the the live stream i was basically just talking about how um the person the the people that handle my health insurance or my uh my life insurance they couple cigar smokers in with cigarette smokers with just tobacco oh. users as a broad category. And the funny thing was, was that when I asked about it, my insurance agent or my financial advisor, whatever they want to be called nowadays, they were just like, you know, um, they initially were putting marijuana users in the same boat as tobacco users. And then when it was legalized in just a small number of states, they went back and they had evidence that showed that it was not the same as standard cigarette tobacco users. So they yeah. changed that, but they have not changed it for cigar users. Which is, which is insane because like people that smoke cigars probably smoke less cigars than people who smoke marijuana smoke marijuana. And also you're not inhaling. True. Yeah. You're, that's a big, 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 good point. <laughs> which was, which was my biggest pushback. I was just like, well, how can we, how can we use this like antiquated anecdotal study that says that smoking a cigar is the equivalent of smoking a whole entire pack of cigarettes when you're not even inhaling it. And yeah, yeah, sure, you're absorbing nicotine to a certain level. You're absorbing some of the smoke to a certain level, but you're not absorbing tar. You're not absorbing um, certain chemicals that are found in cigarettes that are added to them. And generally, like if you look at Don Pepin Garcia, if you look at Arturo Fuente Sr., if you look at anybody that's been in the cigar industry their whole entire lives, they typically live pretty long. <laughs> and, yes. and they also don't die of lung cancer or throat cancer or mouth cancer usually. So, like, what is the why, why are we hung up on this old antiquated stuff that just says that it's all the same? Damn good point. It's what? and it makes no sense. There was this, um, there's this documentary on Netflix. I believe it's like, God, I forget. My wife was telling me about it. It's, um, it basically breaks down like <laughs> the 
some of the trivial like categories. They talk about mushrooms and they also talk about tobacco as like one of the episodes. I have to figure out the name of it and put it in the comments below. But the episode that they do on tobacco is all about how it was traditionally utilized as medicine back in the day. And, mm -hmm. you know, the indigenous people of, you know, North America and the Caribbean and everywhere else that had tobacco, they would bunch it up, smoke it, use it as a certain type of medical aid. And it's just like, yeah, man. And you're relaxed. You're less, you're less stressed out. Yep. Stress is the number one killer. Yep. So weird. Weird. Yep. And as, as soon as you said the word relaxed, that comment popped up. Like, and you relax while you, while you enjoy a cigar. Yeah. Especially I, when I, I, mugs. <laughs> yeah, especially. But I, I've, always, I've always said the health risks that are involved with smoking cigars are overshadowed by the amount of peace of mind and relaxation that your soul and your, your mind and body get while smoking a cigar. So I always think that that outweighs any sort of negative, um, negative potential uh, occurrences from smoking physically. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah we are, we are past three hours, boys. Yeah, we are there, boys. This is uh this is time where uh DJ you probably gotta go pretty soon. Yeah, I gotta bounce. You gotta bounce. I gotta I gotta use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so might as well call it call it quits here. I think so, fellas. I think so. Um DJ, anything else you wanna say before the outro? Matt, anything else you wanna say before the outro? Subscribe to Master Your Ash. If you're watching this, subscribe to Master. We got to get you to a thousand by the end of the year. Yeah. Hey, man, that's the goal, right? That's the goal. We got that's two more months to do it. Oh, you're fine, Tommy. Don't worry about joining late, man. It's all good. Thanks for showing up, everybody. Thank you all for yeah. liking, commenting, subscribing. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll catch you again for another live stream very, very soon. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Yeah, great hanging out. Yeah, likewise, boys, likewise. Be well. Have a happy and safe Halloween, everybody, too, huh? You too, man. Sure. All righty. I'm going to call it. Good.